What's the difference between a dirty old bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? One is a crusty bus station, the other one is a busty crustacean. Ah. Johan. I like it. Hilarious. Well, you missed the timer. Now we got to start over. Didn't do, do the job. Well, may I? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what this is. Okay, now it did the job. That's puke jerking off, by the way. <laughs> you should have heard the $35 one. It was the size of a grown man's $35? leg. $35? Yeah. Jesus. That's Danny the, is that's here. That's the little one. Danny's here, but what? Gabrielle what, one, is one here. What? what is it? I it's a chicken. Yes. Oh, you brought this? I did. I brought an uppity black cock to the show. We were keeping it a secret from you. I brought gifts, too. Oh. We oh, can have no. a little secret Santa kind of thing. I just yeah, wanted to do... Uh, what is this? Christmas? One time. Christmas in July. Brett. Yeah. We're right on. <laughs> do you feel happy now, Brett? Yes. So <laughs> Everyone gets a squeeze. Uh, Brett, Gabriella, Puke, Andrew, Danny. Yes. I'm here. You know how... I don't like things that are new and digital, like analog things better. Yes. I was thinking about it. We have a timer for the show, right? Correct. And that timer is digital. It's on the computer. But wouldn't it be cool to have an analog timer? And like when I count down, I'm just saying it out loud. Wouldn't it be cool to have a visual countdown timer? Because we don't know when two or one hits. Right. So I spent a lot of money and I got a visual timer and came with it was a bunch of gifts for Brett. Oh, wow. This is so a, here's really? my digital timer. We're going to pause the show until this is done. Ready? <laughs> Andrew holds up an hourglass. Wait, what's happening? We're pausing until that's done timing. For um, what? So no one talks? I guess not. I'll just play music. Oh, no. It's all thinking putty. Oh, yeah. Here's some thinking putty. <laughs> Big uh, containers of thinking putty. Wow. Wait, is Holy the timer shit. over yet? Oh, no. It's, I don't it's know. I can't like see it. Five minutes. 
How are we going to time the show for a 10-minute timer? Why did that come with a timer? Is that a game? That's well, a real game? Here's the thing. We Must went to something. the world's greatest toy store last week. Oh, uh, where's when, that? When Nick was in town. It's in Butler. Real? Oh, that amazing place. It looks like a spaceship. It looks like a stealth bomber. Yeah, like a, or like an alien <gasps> spacecraft. So Love. we went there. It's called Playthings, etc. And I haven't been there in a long time, and it's exactly as I remember it. So we walked in, and I saw giant tubs of Aaron's thinking putty. Mm-hmm. Much bigger than the ones that we got from Puke's mom. Yeah. Wow. Well, she got and us a sample pack. So then I saw them, and they were like certain kinds, like Rock'em Red, or there were certain kinds of thinking putty. So I started grabbing all of them, and I was going to buy them all for Brett. <laughs> and then I saw this whole big game developed around Wait. thinking putty. So I got that instead. Sorry. I made why would I want Aunt Yeah, why are, you get, why are you putty? getting him all spe- special gifts, man? I'm like, how do we get rid of the thinking putty? You guys like to play with it. I like to play with it more than he does. Oh, then I got it for you. Thank you. You're there welcome. we go. Thank you. That's yeah. I recall Brett saying on the show that he hated the putty and it needed to go away because it Aaron was distracting. But remembered that I said something Something about, about putty. It. There yeah. was some putty talk. I love the putty. <laughs> I think the first half of the show's over. This is empty. The, uh, oh, uh, yeah, we're done. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> this is my barman show. <laughs> where are where are Narthberg? Sorry, sorry. I thought I was going to try to do a thing. Narthberg and Norristown, Pennsylvania? East. Are, these, are they close east or far no, east? No, Norristown is like Philly. Because you could area. maybe get this crazy Aaron on the show at this oh, point. That's a great idea. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. That would be fun. I bet he doesn't exist. Oh, he's probably not a some real kind character. of nom de plume. Yeah. You know what? You guys better be careful. I'm going to start. I'm going to spend some time looking out for some guests. Do a little digging. Yeah, Who's yeah. in the area? Crazy Aaron. It doesn't hurt to email people. and. Uh, All you need to do them. is private message, direct message. Um, Instagram? Poor Man's Podcast. Stop saying that name! And tell them this show is ready to go to war with you. They hate you. All they did in this hour was talk about how much... You, you suck. suck. Please, you know, I will take things literally, so I might do that. Yeah, oh, do no. it. And give them, I mean, yeah. what was sure. the title of the last I episode? Care. I don't remember. Poor Man Sucks? No, the last, our last episode, what was it called? I think it was Eat a Bag of Dicks and Die. Uh, uh, middle <laughs> of have to go look Aardvark middle. middle. Oh, yeah, Aardvark was at the middle. Or the middle of the Aardvark is where you find the cheese. The first hour, we tear into them so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, just tell them about, like, the Aardvark was the middle you need to listen to this. These people are serious. They're nearby. Oh, the Aardvark was the midpoint. They say they're Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. You Puke. guys better be careful. I will do it one late night, you know. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, make stickers that say Portman Show, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast? We just have to go around and find the poor sure. man. Yes, and we just cover podcast. their stickers. Oh, we'll yeah. just put ours next to it. Yeah, there's a podcast. And oh, yeah, don't oh, cover I've heard, them. I've heard, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put it next to it. Yeah, we need to make stickers that say something to the effect of the actual premiere. You just say Portman Show, Pittsburgh's Mm -hmm. premier comedy podcast, and then you decide. Okay, I kind of like that. And like maybe an arrow pointing to the other sticker? No, people will use their eyes to make their own arrows. Mm, Okay, Mm -hmm. make their own decisions. What kind of stuff did they get at the store? I mean, And and if we have an arrow, that's that's just asking for somebody else to put another sticker. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I could design a sticker where the lion, which is our logo, is somehow pooping. On the poor man. Oh, that's brilliant! Uh, sticker. Do so we just put it like up and to the right of the yeah, poor man yeah. sticker. Do yeah, they have a logo or some kind of symbol like you do? No, I don't no. know. Mm. Well, oh. the stickers that we saw was literally just text. It just oh, said that poor sucks. man. Because if they had like a little like cartoon, they put no man, effort, none. You could, you could do like real gay shit with it. Yeah, but wait, uh, Yo- you know, Johan's saying you guys should talk to Nick Rakita. He's fun. Make stickers where poor man Schlein mounts any other sticker. Yeah, okay. yeah, Ooh. I like that. 
All right. Mm. And Carrie yeah. says we should spell it premiere instead. Oh, like the old-fashioned way? Is that uh, with an E at the Like end? a movie premiere ah. instead of, oh. like, top of the line premiere. Mm. Oh. Okay, These dickheads are living rent-free in our head. Mm-hmm. It's like some woman in your head. Wait till we move into their heads, though. (laughs) We're playing a whole different game at a whole different level. Beer of the week? Suck our dicks. Yeah, we did that. We used to do that. Portman Blowman. 10 years ago. So we're like, what? 10 years ahead of them? Why don't you guys be mentors? 11 years ago. Yeah. Oh, we're 11 years ahead of them. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Be mentors. What if they're just a better version of us 11 years from now? Port mentors? Maybe. Yeah. Ooh, we should That's have... the name of the school you wanted to make. Yes, Port Mentors. There we go. And the logo will be the lion with like the little graduation cap. Yes. I like this. Or maybe something better. But pooping. Yeah, yeah pooping on, on all the students. <laughs> the students are eating the poop. We're like, this school is weird. The lion poops diplomas. <laughs> <laughs> this idea has legs. I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, a nice way of widening your scope. I mean, if you're going to go to war with this other... You know, set of individuals. You want a multifaceted approach. I and think. then, yeah, and when they attack us back, we're like, we're a fucking school. We're a school. We're, <laughs> we're yeah. helping. We're actually helping the we're poor that you claim to right? represent. Right? Yeah. Have it's you like heard Saint- about animals? Because we have. <laughs> it's like St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Right. You can't touch that. How many times we're do you have to say urban urban before you start to just become retarded? That's what the things you learn on at the school. Yeah, they got nothing on you guys. No. I said this already, but no one heard it. Portman blow me can be like a nice sticker or something that you could just put over there. Portman blow me? Yeah. <laughs> but we're Portman. Yeah. I know. Like, Portman blow me. So we're telling can we rewind the tape and oh, record over this, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it much louder in post so we really emphasize. <laughs> Portman blow me. Jeez, what do you guys want to talk about? That's all you got was just putty? I mean, so much has happened since our last show. Brett and I had four Social engagements yesterday. My goodness. Two Zoom. Aren't you fancy? And two in person. And one that was quite the extension. I think we need to start the story since everything that's happened since the last Portman show, which was we had a 4th of July. Oh, yeah. You mean Independence Day? Independence Day. I'm so sorry. You're right. I agree with you. It should be called that. We need Uh, to emphasize the independence part. Yeah. Thanks to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We should be independent of the government. We... Uh, yesterday learned about something called Delta 8. Oh, yeah. That is uh, apparently weed. Yeah, it's a type of airplane that drops weed into your mouth. Well, Hmm. Danny will know a lot more about it and can pick up the story where I leave it off. But Gabriella comes home from a little uh, stroll. She stopped at a store, right? Yeah. A little shop in your neighborhood. Yeah, right there. And she says, look, I've got CBD gummies. And they say bliss, meaning... I've got a four-foot bong. They promote relaxation. So we eat these gummies. And Uh it says it takes an hour to take effect. So then I'm doing a book club. 20 minutes into (laughs) me running... I'm not not really running. Carrie uh, Carrie Carrie. in the chat is running it. But uh, people are... Everybody there knows who I am. I have to, you know, be on my best behavior. Book club behavior. Gabrielle is there with me. And I had done some work on Yeah, this isn't drug club behavior you got to be on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we had done a lot to prepare for this book. Gabriella had little bookmarks in the book for the book club. And uh, 20 minutes into it. They were just acid tabs. Can you pull up in a a video? That's a good one. um, one. (laughs) Iron Butterfly 
Inagata Devita. <laughs> no. Yes. No? That's a song, and we'll get kicked off YouTube. Oh, to, to silence the volume. Okay. Yeah, just the... Vi- I know the video you're talking about. The, whatever the background in this video is, is what my face feels like, <laughs> right? So we're going to see the background of this video, and that's what my face looks like, and everybody watching can do the same thing. You Mine always feels like that, that moving triangle screensaver from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love those. So, or the pipes. I, I like the one that. where it's like a cube, and then it folds yeah. out into a flower. Oh, yeah. You remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the cube. Yeah, now I know. Yeah. So I mute, and I go, do you feel weird, Gabriella? She's like, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, oh no, it's just me. And I don't even, th- all I think is that I'm we've like, taken yeah, CBD you. gummies. So but, there's no reason I should feel weird. I should just feel like all CBD'd out, which is like maybe a little relaxed or more alert or whatever the fucking CBD claims to do. Yeah, usually nothing. Meanwhile, Gabriella's standing there saying, I'm fine. And she's pouring water on the toilet from a watering can as if it were a plant. <laughs> so then uh, I'm like, shit. And I really get inside my own head. I go, I'm not. It's not like somebody could have filled the gummies with THC instead of CBD, but that's how it feels. But my mind They're all letters. My mind feels fine. It's way more complicated. They than need that. to put THC. <laughs> you think you not just take any three letters and put them in a gummy. I mean, if it was numbers, it'd be fine. Yes, that would be better. There's an eight there. Well, yeah, there are numbers involved. There oh. are. There's an eight there. And the numbers are what make the difference. Mm-hmm. Infinity. Is this it? Uh, no. Okay. It's a very colorful video. Uh, it should be for. like something. Or maybe I just made up the video. No, I think uh, I think it's real. Okay. Because I've spent my, you know, I've spent uh, a it's decent very amount possible of time watching that my this video before. Face made up the video yesterday and sent it to my mind, and <laughs> no, then it became no. a memory. Th- this. Here we go. Maybe I, I know the the thing. Uh, I, no, maybe I, I, nope. I, these are just album covers. There's one a, where it's very brightly colored. And it, it's swirly and very, very nope, 60s, nope. 70s. It says original video. Uh, yeah, okay, so this could be okay. it. Anyway, I really overdid this as far as how the impact that it's going to have since no one listening can even see it. But um, Yeah, it seems like this music video might not be available online. You might be thinking of the live uh, <laughs> Led Zeppelin Trampled Underfoot video. They do some weird uh, vis- visual effects in that, I mean, we're which is some... often how you're... <laughs> My I face, felt that way before. The point is, my face feels like it has its own weird. Is it this? Yeah. Is it that? No, but it's like enough. some I mean, sort of oil, the... blobby, flippy thing. No, that looks I... like a microscope looking in on <laughs> yeah, a part looks of like your the body. Inside of a heart. Picture tapestries yeah. that are like twisting in a psychedelic way. We all know what tapestries are. Carol King. Mm-hmm. It was a great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Album. And they're they're like twisting in weird psychedelic ways. That's how, how my face and then the back of my head feels that way. And I'm like, this is never good when your face goes numb. Or twists like a psychedelic tapestry. It's a lot to encounter from a little something that you can buy at a gift shop. Especially while you're trying to do a book club. It's just your chakras opening up, dude. I know. Don't they sell that shit at gas stations nowadays? Yes, Yes, they do. They sell it everywhere. No wonder we're in the world that we're in today. I didn't know what I was getting into. So then about 15 minutes later, Gabrielle is talking. And she's, well, you're saying something, right, about in the book. All of a sudden, she just completely runs out of steam. And she goes, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Starts <laughs> laughing totally and face plants into the couch. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I went, okay, good. It's both of us. It's the stuff. Yeah. It's so definitely. then I do a little closer investigation. It turns out it's this stuff, Delta 8. Delta 8. 
And you're saying, Danny, that TH or marijuana is Delta 9. Oh, I didn't say that. You said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think, the shit I think you're you might be so right. bad. Think, you don't know who said what. I think THC, normal THC is, I guess, THC 9. Mm-hmm. That's what you said yesterday, though. And that sounded right. But Delta 8 is some kind of like molecular alternative. And uh, it still gets you high. I don't know. Whoa! Tetrahydrocannabinol. Yeah. Psychoactive uh, cannabinoid found in the cannabis plant. This is the part of the show that Wikipedia sponsors. Wikipedia. (laughs) Delta 8, tetrahydrocannabinol, delta 8 THC, delta symbol, uh, uppercase A THC. Psychoactive cannabinoid found in the cannabis plant. This is a lot like Biden. It's an isomer of delta. (laughs) Did you you guys see the video? Is that real? Did you guys see the video of Biden reading off the teleprompter? Is that not what I just referenced? End of. Is that not what I just said? I don't know. Uh, maybe you should look it up on Wikipedia. No, it's oh, not Wikipedia on Wikipedia. Wikipedia says, <laughs> eat a bag of dicks, you fuck. <laughs> it's Cause maybe the audience didn't know. There's no way that's on Wikipedia yet or that yeah. it ever will be. What but is this? Apparently, the president right. was reading the teleprompter and then started reading the instructions on the teleprompter. No. Like the par- I said, that's not real. No. Something oh. bad happened to him. That's... Uh, that you know, where are real. all these deep fakes we're supposed to be having to deal with now? Remember years ago, like just a couple years ago, it was like, oh, you could never trust anything on video because it's all going to be they're deep They're saving fakes. it. Where? They're, they're saving it for the, the Jeffrey Epstein video collection that comes out. Mm. And it's like, oh, my God, Bill Clinton <laughs> fucking a kid. And I de- they're going to be like, deep fake. That's just, these are deep You guys, guys want to hear it? I'm yeah. dreading. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm dreading this whole deep fake thing because what happens on the magical day that I discover Winona Ryder porn? Mm. Uh oh! Is it going to be the same? Though? Be real. I feel like that exists. Well, she's already too old for it to be real. Right. Right. But what if it's fed through some kind of like old VHS looking filter, so you can pretend it's 1998 oh, or whatever? Ah, yeah. Oh, they can put you back. They can make it right. seem like it's the old day. Right. The scene ah. where Edward Scissorhands and she's oh, in the bed and she's blonde and she's she takes her top off, but she's wearing like a tank top. Okay. And then she just turns, and now it's the deep pick part, and she's like, "Finger me, Edward." Yeah. Ooh. Well, how about Wait, the what? how about how about Bram like Stoker's so Dracula? On this yeah. show. How about Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula? <laughs> when her friend's getting fucked by a werewolf on some stone pillar, and she's just watching. Brett's trying to you know who knows the what scenes from Seven. <laughs> <laughs> who remembers that? The uh, dildo knife. Yeah. So just for the people listening and keeping track, we have currently the pot burning, boiling of THC discussion and the president and now deep fakes and now Winona Ryder porn. Yeah, we're so we've got porn. a lot I'm of bases say, I'm to just get saying, back I'm to. not going to believe it. Okay. They okay. would have been released already. No, it has. If you did, it has. It has. What do you mean it has? It has. You, you can go find something. Go f- look up Winona Ryder. Let me go Ryder. right now. Yeah. Winona Ryder. Wikipedia. Deep fake. Fuck. I'm sure you'll find something. Or just Winona no, Ryder. Right. I'm going to look that up. I looked up, trust me, I looked up everything I was to look up on the Winona Ryder when I was 15. Mm. Yeah, but what resources did you have to look shit up back when you were 15? Napster? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something. You didn't have Wikipedia. Uh, trust me, I found all the porn when I was plenty Mr. Young. Skin? Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. shit yeah. like that. Just type in Winona Ryder scissoring.com. Hands? Scissor hands? I, I, no I, Google Edward Scissorhands fucks Winona Ryder. Uh, and you'll find something. What's with Hente sure? blocking out the, the... We already have enough topics! <laughs> Edward Scissorhands shows up <laughs> in one only of those a four porn videos and cuts all the tentacles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the percentage right, well, of women who register to vote know. and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. 
Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or End of quote, repeat the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's I, already fantastic memes on Twitter of that exact scene being or this being cut into that scene from uh uh Anchorman. Where I'm then not, the guy goes I'm not, not sh- convinced. Okay, start this again. This kind of looks like a deep fake. He doesn't it look does. right. I know. He doesn't <laughs> look right. Oh, this is Kyle Dunnigan. I, it does look have you, it does look like Carl Dunnigan. Well, hang on. Have you seen this fucking old piece of shit talk before? Like he looks like he's stoned out of his mind no, on Delta Eight anyway. But also these press conferences always look weird. It, I, I fell mean, asleep, don't look it up, asleep to the sweet sounds of this on Tim. Is that remember a fake the, background? Remember the video of Obama talking about how we finally killed Osama bin Laden? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you watch that, that video, it looks like yeah. it's fake. And I don't mm-hmm. see why it would be, but it, there's something about the way they shoot these things where they just look off. That's not a good thing to do. It's not a no. good thing. They wanna, you want to instill trust, I would think, not make it look like you're producing something yeah there's a creepy filter or some (coughs) something they have with their cameras that makes it look just different maybe it's somebody behind the camera's joke they're on a set for sure yeah it's very bright right okay so we're we're also seeing this out of context how do we know he's not reading the quote and then he just says like end of quote like so he's reading a quote Mm -hmm. he goes end of quote and then he goes instead of saying because he does this sometimes he like Um, you don't say end of quote when you when you when you're reading something and you're saying okay and then that bitch said quote something 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 unquote and then you say, say unquote not end of quote but he likes to emphasize things in a weird way and he's kind of you know behind and uh, like he he likes to repeat himself he likes to say let me say that again yeah I'm repeat the line the, right repeat maybe the he's line. trying to say I'm going to repeat the line or let me repeat the line right no no and he's reading his character notes like this is my character repeat the line. I understand that that's the argument here, and I'm not saying that's not true. I'm just saying that this is also in keeping with his mannerisms. Mm. I'm just now into argue, like, hey, look at this old guy's retarded and he can't do anything. Yeah. I'm Brett's just into, like, like, I love Biden. Doesn't matter. It's like it does not matter. He could shit himself, the right? real thing, and then wipe it under his eyes. Yeah, and people fall, would be like, he's he great. Falls Trump would never do that. Trump would bicycle. never be so humble as to shit his pants and then wipe it on his face. <laughs> We what a breath of fresh air faces. this guy is. You need to watch their faces when he says it. Yeah, yeah. That's you a know, good Kamala point. and whoever that douchebag is. I don't know if it's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of fresh shit, that's for sure. So whenever one of these like anti-Biden things starts to come out, I'm just going to argue against it. It's like, no, it's fake. That's really? a, either It's either a deep fake or it's out of context. Why would you want to do that? Because it's not going to do, it doesn't do anything anyway. What is the point? That we all laugh at it? All the people who already know he's retarded and senile? Right. True. I'm yeah. not going to believe that it's fake until I see Winona Ryder's tits in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think it is fake because he's made many a gaffe and um, I don't know. Do you think that maybe they're, they're trying to, uh, the party, so to speak, is now trying to... Um, emphasize his gaffes so that he doesn't try to run again. They're trying to get him out because he's polling so poorly and such. And put, replace him with who? Yeah, well, I don't know. They're going to have to sh- like shoot somebody in the face about 14 people down in the line of secession. And then... Uh, no, until like, they get I don't to, know. Like, the replacement could be AOC. AOC. No, no, no. But see, they have the, uh, the vice president, who sucks. They've got the speaker of the house, who sucks, Pelosi. They've got how many other mm. people are in line for the presidency until they get to somebody who's uh, no 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 I'm thinking about the under the age of seventy eight I'm just thinking about running the race AOC could make sense based on everything you just said yeah but well, it's, it won't be yeah. a it won't be a race it'll just be and, and you, got, you mean two yes. and a half more years for Christ's sake. 
There no. was a, Is there? She still? was on one of those things. Yeah. I think so. But uh, AOC was on one of those late night talk things, and the guy was like, "So you're going to be 35 here? Yeah, you're going to run?" Colbert. Was that okay? So you know. Yeah, she uh, very uh, coyly sort of said, like, oh, let's not talk about that yet. I think he's the lowest they could probably go without starting a revolution. A lot of the talk is Hillary, actually. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. Because that goes to show you how horrifically dumb they really are if they're going to try Hillary yet again. But these people are very (laughs) subservient. True. Okay. If it's Trump versus Hillary in 2024, everybody has to agree with me that all this shit is fake. Well, when, when, yeah, who disagrees be, with that? Like it, or it's right. just like, yeah, we're it's... living in uh, the Truman Show, and this is all a joke. Yeah. No, like going to my <laughs> to the people in like my dad, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I got to vote for Trump. I mean, I can't vote for Hillary. Like, no, it's all fake. You yeah. have to sit this one out. You <laughs> have to finally agree with me that this is fucking fake. We'll vote for uh, the libertarian candidate, maybe. Eric says he did allegedly have an old president moment where he pooped. Haven't heard him in a cave yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start this again from yeah, the beginning. Start it again. You want to do the whole beginning? Okay. Hang on. I'll... All right. Go ahead and start it again. Uh, hello. I'm. What? I don't know how to read. Stop that machine in front of me. I don't know how to read. (laughs) (laughs) I poo. Hello? Oh, no. I I shit my pants. I'm very old. Turns out the cave was a deep fake all along. (laughs) Women, I'm just a quote now from the, the majority. Wait, 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 he almost said electrical. That, uh, huh? that extra context at the beginning there really helped the case for Biden. <laughs> yeah. Quote, and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or. or. Now, if you look at these, this dude He's in the background, he came guy. real close to cracking up. <laughs> yeah. And Kamala Harris is like biting the shit out of her cheek. She has to have like a bloody mouth at this the other political popularity rates and Oh, and then the video like this guy is awesome. Yeah. I mean, what you've got to have some kind of vetting process. I mean, who's 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 funnier basically? I might have asked this on a previous show, but like Bush or Trump, that's the the easy question, right? Which okay, one of them is funnier? funnier? But I mean, what about Biden? I mean, he's funny as hell to watch. He's Wait, falling yeah. down. But, but, but he's shitting say- his pants, allegedly. Uh, he can't speak. And every time he opens his mouth, he's accidentally hilarious. Right. So wh- when you say which is funnier, do you mean which is funnier to laugh at or laugh with? Mm. Well, see, this is the issue. Because Bush, I would I would classify Biden and Bush in the same category. Funnier to laugh at yes. because they're fucking up. Whereas Trump is going out there. He's, he's making swinging his funny. Dick. Right. Right. He's performing. Yes. So you're laughing... Well, I guess you could be laughing at Trump, too, but mostly you're laughing, you're with, laughing him. with Trump. You're mostly laughing mm-hmm. with him. Uh, 
so but still though it is a question and i think a very important question mm. who's mm. the funnier of the three of them mm. and then which form of funny is superior laughing at or laughing with when we're talking about a president wouldn't you rather laugh at your president than with your president because fuck you you're the president you know right because like you laugh with louis ck but you laugh at mr bean who's funnier right <laughs> right and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and who's better right yeah just in general. So this is, a, you know, we don't need to answer this question right now. That's impossible to answer. But That's just think about ponder, it. something to ponder, It is. It is. I, I come with the journaling. deep questions. It takes some journaling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I want to... <laughs> journaling. Ratchet things back. All right. THC is a tetrahydrocannabinoid. <laughs> Not that far. <laughs> well, maybe further than that. Um, Playthings, et cetera. Ah. Uh, Every once in a while, it just oh, feels yeah. good to spend money for no good reason did you see the building danny when i, I brought up pictures? i did yeah, yeah. so that for, for those listening at home the building looks like a stealth bomber or something it's this uh steel like stealth aircraft shape and it's a toy store and it's amazing it is and i i just got mad at my parents every time i drove by it hmm. in the past four years that i've lived here i went fuck i should look i should go there i should look at this place and i never did and then they have the, a good selection of disc golf discs too i didn't know Oh, last weekend, Nick and uh, his girlfriend were here, and we said uh, we need things to do. And uh, I forget why I suggested it, but I said, hey, let's go to that fucking crazy toy store. Oh, Great we were looking idea. for uh, a, uh, one of these board games. You guys ever play these board games? Adventure that are like games. An adventure escape room, but it's like a <laughs> role-playing board game. Mm-hmm. Everything about this goes against all of my nature. Everything about me goes, okay, there's no way Andrew would enjoy playing this game. What's the purpose? It serves no purpose. It takes up time. (laughs) It's not fast. There's no anxiety involved, really. Mm. There's some anxiety. So is this a game where you like literally you like have a character and you're supposed to play out a story? Is that how far this goes? Yeah, kind of. But what it is is you have to make choices and solve clues. Okay. And uh, collaboratively, you're not playing against each other. You're yeah. playing together. Mm-hmm. In this case, we're playing a it's story a where we're game. Yeah, we're trying to escape like this dungeon, and there's magic involved and all this shit. And you have to make decisions and solve clues to try and get to the end of the game. And it's uh, you know, yeah, it's a waste of time and it's very silly, but it's a real fun way to spend time with your friends, or I'm if you have one of these it. family things. It's weird. I'm yeah. I'm, Games can be fun. It's way the fuck better than Bananagrams. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> now, did this toy store have video games? No. That's no, cool. It's, mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. And the people who worked there, they were the perfect people to be working there for their whole life. I also, mm. So they were older. They sh- nope. They were, this was they were young, just super nerds. Yeah, they were super oh. nerds and really mm-hmm. into their job. Yeah. They're like people that, at a record store. That, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. But this like, was what for, else would you do? They're, right. They're really into their job, which means they just follow you around <sighs> trying to keep you from destroying this, the, the store. Well, because you play with everything. Because everything <laughs> is a toy, and you just go in there, and there's like, in our case, there's goes, four, touch this kinetic sand. four people in their 30s running around breaking everything and throwing shit. And this <laughs> reminds me a little bit of the, there's a big store in Squirrel Hill that was there forever, but then they moved and they got a bigger location. Brett, and we went in there like way last winter, uh, and they kept coming around. They're definitely really into the games, but he started to tell me so much about the game that I didn't really want to hear that much about the game. Yeah, they know that? too much about the oh, game. Yeah, yeah, they yes. kept going on, and then he said, oh, and if, if I took any interest, then he was like, let me show you all the other ones, and it's based on this sequel Ooh. and this story. And I'm Well, like, that was oh, my thing boy. with the employees there. Like, I appreciated the enthusiasm, but what I didn't appreciate is 
the more information I received, the less wonder I had naturally. Yes. Ah. Yes. And this is a place of wonder. I never want to learn Japanese because it's <laughs> pleasantly foreign to me. You know, and I Miata like the idea that there's some a, a whole world alien. Miata stands you know? in, in, in Japan. Miata means useless toy. Well, per- <laughs> right. And I want it to stay useless, and I want someone to be involved in it. But that I want to be able to dip my toe in that world and be stricken with a sort of psychedelic wonder that I can never truly understand it. And when some mm. Yahoo starts explaining the world to you, the logic becomes clear, and it just becomes mundane. So, so how does empathize. that work with marriage then? Like, wait, you want some mystery you just in don't your marriage? T- you just don't talk to each other. You keep it real mysterious. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't no, do that. No, thing. marriage is different because that is mundane. Yes, but you want to keep it some mystery there, right? Yeah, I guess. I never really thought about it. Oh, come um, on. It's not totally And if mundane. you're married long enough, it becomes Tuesday. Aww. 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 Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That's a good That's, question. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. ponder that along with my Biden Bush Trump question. Yeah, because um, you're saying what you're saying about Japan seems right. like it should be also a great tactic for a long-term marriage. Maybe, but you want marriage. you want some long-term you want some marriage. semblance of predictability. <laughs> I like the idea of there being a language that I can't even try to interpret. Like, huh. I can look at Spanish or Italian, anything with our normal Roman mm-hmm. lettering, and be like, ah, I can sound that out, and then maybe put it together. But Japanese is fucking chicken scratch. Mm-hmm. And I just can't wrap my head around it, and I don't want to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> chicken. Uh, have you tried the Arabic languages? No, mm-hmm. and I don't want to. I yeah, want them can. to no, have their thing. Crazy. And that's it's a mysterious desert world. Well, that's yeah. why, like, right from right to left, if you like. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I can't yeah. read it. The Jews. Oh, Hebrew? Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, the Jews, yeah, right. they're one of them. And we get into hieroglyphics. <laughs> but like Russian language, right? Mm-hmm. And even that. That's, I, that's so confusing because it looks English enough. Right. Yeah. But the but sounds the backwards letters make yeah. are nothing like the sounds they make in English. And I made the mistake back in high school. I was like, I'm going to learn how to transliterate Russian. Yeah, and, you and you go, so I learned all the sounds. That's the one Jewish and now thing like, I've ever done. Fuck, now it's not cool anymore. It's not mysterious. So, you know, whatever. So keep what your woman mysterious, too, right? That could lead to trouble. <laughs> Only speak different languages to one another. Yeah. I want to learn Latin, but that's, like, so close to home. Catholic? Yeah. Well, I was raised Catholic. Mm. Look check at out my beautiful. shirt. Yeah, check out his <laughs> <a> shirt. <laughs> it's really great. Danny's wearing a shirt that is uh, a kid holding a hand, looking Show inquisitively up, and it says, what happened to your hand? And there's a hole in the there's hand. There's a hole in the hand. Well, because and we know And the answer why. is, Daddy got drunk and angry and <laughs> stabbed his hand when he was trying to punish you. That's a Kids in the Hall skit. <gasps> really? Daddy drank. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Daddy sang bass. I'm as good as Canadian comedians. <laughs> Play things, etc. What? This is a toy store that has only like uh, physical toys. Now they do have a section that's filled with electronic, uh, like remote control cars, remote controlled cars and drones, which is pretty cool. That's Mm. cool too. Mm. But no video games, none of your. uh, So I just started grabbing things off the shelf, stuffing them into a cart. (laughs) Oh no! And everything I bought, I just went. Oh, this is for the show. Oh god! How much did you spend? You mean like Aaron's thinking, funny? Well, like that, yeah, for sure. So you got more than that. Oh, for sure. So, Uh-oh. do they take Bitcoin? Uh, <laughs> Looks like know. the kind of place it might. Huh? <laughs> right. uh, Brett. Yeah. If you played an instrument, what instruments do you like the most? Do you like percussion? Do you like woodwinds? Do you like 
stringed instruments? The, the instrument that I'm most competent with is a guitar. No, I'm asking no. what you like the most. To your ears. To my to my ears. You sure. Mean? Yeah. To your ears. Or or like in a tactile way. Either way, what do you prefer? Drums. Percussion. Percussion. (laughs) (laughs) I have more. You guess harmonica. (laughs) Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't think Andrew knows what percussion means. Oh, we got instruments. Clear the fucking table, everybody. We're a music show now. Holy shit. (laughs) Brett's got drum on strings. We've got a... I'm here on the right day. The tambourine. Oh, I Danny, I feel like this is, this is you. Ooh, We've I got can. a pan flute. Hell yeah. I'm going to take that one. Which direction does it go in? Oh, pan yeah. flute. You're a kazoo type man. Now. This oh, is not a real kazoo. What the oh, F my... is this thing? This is a humazoo. I need something I can play without a mic stand. <laughs> oh, shit. No, 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 that's not how you play that. Wait, you go like this, I this think. This instrument Look. sucks. I just blow on it. does nothing. It goes... Wait. Pine thumb piano! You hum into it. Oh. It's a kazoo that, type uh, thing. Oh, it's called hum-a-zoo. Oh. Okay, let me try... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? I am a robot. <laughs> An jaw Austrian harp? jaw harp. What hey, if you're listening to us right now as a podcast... Fuck you! <laughs> oh, what is, Ooh, what is this? Fun. That's a Jew harp, Danny. A Jew um, harp? Yeah. Will it circumcise? Well, so it's called a jaw harp on the thing. <laughs> I would love it's to explain it to you, but it's impossible. I don't get it. I don't think it's supposed to do that. It's a nose flute. Are you serious? That's what it's called. That's so. <laughs> what? The- I could do that without the instrument. <laughs> All right. Um, let's do a song. I think we're ready. Okay. Wait, uh-huh. how did you figure that out? Yeah, you put this in your this. mouth. You yeah, guys you bite it nice. sideways and then you yeah. flick the, the thing. Now you bite it. I had no, you don't, because I had one of these when I was a kid, okay. the Jew harp, and it's and a it, Jew harp. It's fun to play with until the spring hits your teeth. Okay. Then it hurts like hell. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play uh, the old man and out of town guy song. Okay, we know how that goes. Yeah, it goes like this. Bum, 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 bum. Wait. Oh, you do hold it against your teeth. <laughs> what do you do when you run out of air? Breathe back in. This is the stupidest thing. I'm going to play the Hamazoo instead of the Jew harp. I can't believe it. Such a thing as a nose. <laughs> and you guys want to go to war with another show. A deer, a female deer. Ray, a double golden sun. I think we're over with that <laughs> yeah, one. I think so. <laughs> you want to sing Edelweiss instead? Old Man River. Old oh, Man dear. River. Uh, well, okay, we're not on the same page. No. What about that song, that. Take a Walk with we're Me? We're going to have to practice oh. more. How does this thing work? You flick it. You flick it like you flick. 
It's just basically. No one played this. Pieces. <laughs> what is that? A recorder. A recorder. Yeah. Let me see what this is. What's no, that? You hum into it. You don't just breathe. Oh, it's hum. another hum. That you I hum believe is like a rape whistle. Stop breathing. Hum. Oh, what Are you she, not hearing me? I don't. I don't think she knows what humming means. <laughs> Now, hum. Now, do a song. I think I'm putting a pile of spit in there. You pulled it away and just slime. This officially makes the worst show we've ever done. It might be. Maybe we just do little flourishes. Like we see that. we wait. <laughs> yeah, whenever somebody says a joke, I'll go. We better get some use out of these things, huh? Oh, we just got some use. Well, we need lots. Tambourine's of the easy one. You just gotta have rhythm. That's such a pretty one. I like that. What's that called That's again? That's the backbone. So like, is that what it's called? No, that that no, is, what is that uh, a you know? thumb drum or some shit like oh, that. Oh, okay. I remember those. Thumb organ. When I don't we were know. kids. So. Oh, you're now in the Peter Paul and Mary band. <laughs> Yes. Here go, like, ah, Peter Peter. Don't you know that I love If I were a hammer, I'd a hammer in the morning. <laughs> if you had a hammer. If, if I, were, I were, were I'd rather be a Andrew's hammer up. than a nail. Yes, I what are you doing, texting oh, over you there? The perfect instrument for that. There was a carpenter. He would have a hammer if I were a carpenter. Oh, yeah, you're a painter. Like the guy on my shirt. He uh, was a carpenter. Yeah. Oh my god, I just realized that music is coming from Andrew. That's I thought beautiful. It was something. That's he's a gorgeous background. Playing. He's way less retarded than you guys when he had that. That's thing. a really pretty background. I want to play with the flute. Where's the pan flute? Wow, that's a pan flute, right? What's this? This Here, is the you recorder can have it. flute. I'm no good with it. <laughs> I can't do the ones that you... require lung capacity. Yeah. Oh shit. We can't all blow into the same things during a pandemic. Hey. Yeah, I know. We're all vaccinated. Let's see here. What it? You have to learn the notes of this thing, right? This is an ethnic one. I don't know how to do anything orderly with that. Now, Gabriella knows how to play the flute. Yeah, but not this flute, but yeah, I do. So, I should have a leg up on it. All right. <laughs> is the chat mad at us? No, they, okay. they should be enraged and be <laughs> logging off by this point. This part is just a duet with... Uh, Johan says autistic boogaloo. <laughs> Matt B says pandemic. Oh, wow. That's this is, really good. This is like a uh, pan flute it for is. tards because you don't even have to blow it very well. It's already right. got the little like uh, mouthpiece that just sort of blows the air across it. Perfecto. <laughs> Benissimo. Maybe you should stick to that instead of screaming. <laughs> no, not what I meant. That's not. Oh, God. Here we go again. 
<laughs> oh man, best show to be on, worst one to listen to. <laughs> we apologize to anyone that can hear. Thanks for the whiskey. This is awesome. <laughs> you need it. Yeah. Whiskey. Where's rocks. the Delta Eight? You want some? Ah, maybe. No, you don't. <laughs> on the break. No. No. All right, okay. hour two. We're gonna be high and drunk. I don't think that's drunk. a good idea. Do you? <laughs> Just play with instruments. Think you'll have to drive back no, and all I, that. No, I don't think so. I was half no. kidding. Well, how stupid half was that? Kidding. Half kidding. That, he was, says. that was the worst. Most fun. Delta Eight is a very smooth high. Now, maybe your experience was different, but it doesn't give you the agony that normal pot gives mm. you, where you think yeah. you're going to die and you're having a heart attack and then right. you didn't from get what the I dishes done and all that stuff. This is dishes oh. done. From what I understand, regular weed makes you feel like this. Oh, wait. Regular weed? Regular yeah. Weed. That checks. Well, mo- yeah, modern but, weed. But, but Delta 8 makes you feel like this. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep this going. Put this on loop. That sounds like cocaine. Okay. <laughs> That's regular pot. And yeah, normal pot is this wonderful. What Andrew's doing is very nice. It sounds like you're down by the Mississippi Delta. I know. That's exactly it on a steamroller. Right. Right. Eating some latte pumpkin pie. You know, latte I didn't want to just go around pie. and buy something <laughs> level one like a ukulele. Right. Right? Or or a single drum. Hi. So I got this little... What's that twisty drum called? A twisty drum? People learn how to play. Hey! The Karate Kid Part 2 drum. Oh, (laughs) that's what that is. Oh, Yeah, between this and that, very (laughs) Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) Miyata means in Japan, drum with things. I think this... This is called pan a, flute. a wood pan or a thumb piano. Thumb, yeah, yeah. It sounds like thumb a piano. Like a... Okay, so we got the twisty drum. We yeah. got the thumb piano. We got the harmonica. The rec- we got the recorder. The hummazoo. <laughs> the hummazoo. <laughs> wow. The duck call. We got, okay. the, we got the tambourine. Play Mr. Oh, tambourine. Yes. We got uh, the, what's that thing in front of you? Uh, that's, that's a hummazoo. That's another hummazoo. We got the nose flute. That's the chicken dance thing. Do you nose? think I could borrow flute. one of these the to take with me yeah. Oh, yeah. for safety purposes? I think you pinched it against your mustache. Ugh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You've all got AIDS. This would be good to pull out Let me try. for safety you got purposes. A pan, you got the pan flute. Oh, we're still working on the yeah, nose flute. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. I really fucked it up. What if you did that to somebody? They came after you in the street. I did that to the store where I bought it. I put, I set the thing off by the thirty-five-dollar one. Yeah, and it fil- the noise filled the store. Wow! And I was getting some looks. Believe oh, boy. me. Boy, Gabrielle is talking about it as like a means of self-defense. Like in an alley when oh. I'm walking, like I did, I could go like this, pull it out, I go. Look at them, really in the eye. <laughs> Carrie says, you can't use a kazoo as a rape whistle. As a what? As a rape, a rape whistle. whistle. Yeah, how about this one, though? He's got a funky face, so you just put it in their face like this. Yeah, I think that's going to guarantee they just shoot you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have the tin flute. What did that disarm tin. anybody, what's the t- though? Oh, what's the, the tin no. thing in front of Gabrielle? No. Okay. Don't you think that would There's disarm? I would be... We get it! Oh, jeez. <laughs> nice to me. Oh, this. Yeah, it, pro- it probably would disarm people mentally. Be like, gee, this bitch crazy because no, they think you're going to pull a knife out. <gasps> what you do is you put a knife in it. 
Maybe you, there's some way you can hide a knife or in a there. gun. You really oh, yeah, want yeah, me to gun. weaponize it? Yes. Well, yeah, because then it would be useful. <laughs> well, what could you? You could do something with the bum bum of it, right? That's what I'm saying. Bum bum. <laughs> yeah, you could fill it with explosives. Even just rocks. Yeah, make a uh, no, because then it won't make the sound. But this means you want it to still make the sound, mm, right? Can you imagine fill if you it with took lead this and hit somebody with to it. your office? I can. It's called getting it? fired. <laughs> <laughs> they would find it. And you're like, no, this is like what I take in the alley with me. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is what Why I take in the alley. Is there something offensive about this? I mean, you would I be mean, in the office. Yeah. What? It, Just the it's noise. Black. It's a black cop. No, the noise would be my guess. No, it's the way it looks. I mean, oh. if you made that noise in an office, you would be. Is chastised. this a dildo? Yes. Yeah. Is this some I mean, kind of sex device. Everything's a dildo it's if you've got nubbed. Vaseline and an imagination. Yeah, it's all nubbed. Yeah, I mean. It's yeah, it's got a great. This would for sure go in my butt. It's like those novelty condoms. <laughs> yeah, I know. Pleasure. For oh her. my God! What can you play with your butt here? Uh, Everything on this table could go one. in somebody's butt. This is in my butt right oh. now. Oh. Ew. We should start a butt band. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the blue man group. You can play that thing with your butt. Band of butt. You butters. have to eat more fruits for that the one. The Jew Oh God, he's got more things. <laughs> oh, it's that not putty. an instrument. It's the putty. Oh, it's more or, putty though. Oh, but this is a putty that you know how you you have fart drops. I do. Let me hear some fart drops. Oh, Jesus, it's gonna take time. We're going to wait for the part, fart drop. Somebody play me a ditty while I... Turn that uh, hourglass over, would you? <laughs> Thank you. Hour two. Oh, boy, we are. Waiting for fart drops. That's a pretty good one. Good. Yeah. So we got two. How about that one that's got a couple of bubbles at the end? Bubbles at the end? Yeah, it's got yeah. a little bubbler. I always turn it up for the bubbles. A I always max bubbles. volume it. <laughs> nice. Oh. I. Oh. <laughs> uh, fight. There we go. <laughs> so okay. There's only so many to choose from, right? Yeah. What if you could have an infinite? Uh, I have 38 to choose from. Wow. But what if you could have an infinite variability in your farts? Like this? <laughs> I have pretty good variability. That's pretty nice. All, those all come from different people. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to start recording mine. Would you like that? So this is a deep fake fart. Did <laughs> I? No, but maybe Andrew they now would has like a them. fart instrument. I don't know. At the store, at the, the Playthings Etc. Yeah. store, I saw a thing that, that was in the shape of a toilet and it said <laughs> noise putty. And I went, I have no idea. So I bought it. Oh, okay. And, and, and you I didn't even know what it. It took me a minute to figure it out earlier. Oh. Because I took it out and you I thought it was the one putty of the instruments. like the nasty smelling putty. <laughs> oh, God. Does it but smell then I like it shit on purpose? Oh, how delightful. Spa music for your visit today to our most our most pleasurable encounter. Delightful. You can't get it off your <laughs> yeah, hand. Stuck to his hand. <laughs> Can you take it out and do it? No. You, you might it be able to. It needs the pressure. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh. oh I know, right? That shook the table. Uh, fight. <laughs> 
play. I want to play. It seems to be difficult this to do with one show. This is. Have you guys ever oh. taken IQ tests on the show? <laughs> <laughs> autism tests. That would be tests. lovely. Supposedly autism tests, right? You I guys? sat down with my dad and we did one of those political spectrum tests. Oh, and I'm going to turn yeah. it into a podcast, but it's going to be a confirmed. fucking disaster. Because <laughs> my dad's illiterate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is he really... Yeah. Nah. He's one of those who can't like read without saying all the words out loud hello. slowly twice. Yeah. No matter and God love just, him, how clear it is on the so teleprompter. You're so beyond that. So it's amazing, oh, right? No, no, How'd that no. happen? I don't know. I think I have yeah, a... He must be very He chooses funny. to be that I think way. I have a yeah. drop of your father. Yeah. Oh, is that him? No. <laughs> oh, I see oh. that your pronouns are dick face. <laughs> Why don't we go to break? We yeah, probably that was, should. That was I'm going to go uh, see we, Alice. Nothing can top that. I'm going to go see Alice. Well, thanks for being here, Gabriella. Thank you for having me for this first staff. That's There's awesome. a whole other hour of this coming right up, everybody. That's not electronic, by the way. This that, is mechanical. That makes me horny. The black cock? Are you taking it back? Why can't I say anything <laughs> vulgar once in a while? Come on now. Look at your face. Because it's too shocking when you say what Puke says. It's just exhausting. It's too shocking. But I can't say it. It's I'm well, not I really turned dick on, out. but you know. I don't know. You're rude. You're censored. Yeah, well, <laughs> clearly. Look at, I feel so bad that I said that. Don't feel bad You're about You're rude. Okay, good. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Alright, well uh, we'll be right back. I ran out of air. Me too. Whiskey gulp. Notes on this one. Yeah. I see that other flute. I want to try that. What's that one? That'll do, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's got one. I like this effect. What do we got? We got three. You don't have an effect. I hear an effect. It's just going to hit my. Oh. Ha ha. I think this one works. I'm sorry, I spit. It does. It's just hard. I mean, it Do you guys awful. know about isochronic tones and binaural beats? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We love binaural beats. Um, Gabriella, hello. Alex, Alex is real into binaural yeah. beats. This would be great music to play over your binaural beats. How many hertz? <laughs> what? How many hertz do we go to bed to? I can't remember how many hertz, Brad. But there's the same song that you chose that I just love. I mean, oh wait, I I, it's on my it. phone. Yeah, yeah. This is what Gabriella and I fall asleep to every night we're together. And when we're not. You want to play it? I'm definitely going to prefer the recording. <laughs> that thing is fucking ridiculous. I don't even know if it says how many. Uh, 
Oh, you're playing it. That's nice. All right, well, that's good. Go. It's time for us having a show. <laughs> My lips hurt. Welcome to Portman Show, the worst show on the internet. What's happening, guys? Uh, uh, since our last show, we discovered a game called Bananagrams. Bananagrams. Love this game. <laughs> Candygram. Brett's good at it. Yeah, we played a lot of Bananagrams. Love. That's okay. that's as much as I was willing to do with the Jew harp. <laughs> How does that thing work? What is it? It looks like a pair of scissors. So you press the, there's a uh, specifically shaped loop of metal, and you put these two close pieces of metal against your teeth. Yeah. And then you flick this uh, spring, and then you change the notes by opening and closing like your, your I think throat. you breathe in and out. Try no, breathing in and out differently. No, it's the, your throat. You increase the volume oh. or reduce the volume in your mouth throat area, and that changes this is the tone. sonically intriguing. Sounds like the instrument you would use to create the Fat Albert theme song. Yes, I've heard this before. I love it. <laughs> now, this is some Mississippi Delta shit. Something like that. I had one of these when I was a kid. We got to realize... Play it, you! <laughs> if we do a musical thing, we all have very small parts to play. Yeah. None of us are really good. True. Right. I mean, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> Yes. Well, you oh, can be no, the, there's water! The front man. <laughs> Andrew will provide a fart. Yeah, I'm not a good musician. I was. I did it for six years when I was in school, middle what, and high school. And what'd you play? Trumpet. Well, that's a good Poorly. instrument. Poorly. Oh, never mind. I don't even know where it is anymore. I think I sold... Oh, no, I gave it to Luther. That's right. Luther sounds like the name of a trumpet player. Yeah, he's a man who fancied himself a musician. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, Brett. How many instruments do you own? None, unless I have part ownership in <laughs> the thirty that are on the table. Take a tambourine home. This counts. <laughs> um, uh, it's gonna get me every time. I, and, Andrew has a saxophone from somewhere. It's rolling around. A saxophone and a trumpet. Except for my trumpets in Nicaragua. Oh yeah, your dad's trumpet. I have a ragtime piano. There you go. What, what, does that mean? what makes it ragtime? Yeah. It means it's cheap. And old. Okay. Oh. And uh, falls out of tune easily. Oh. But it's like an upright. It's not one of those long ones like a grand or yeah, anything. Yeah. It just yeah, stands so. up. It's from an old saloon. That sort nice. of deal. Does it play yeah. itself? No. no unfortunately, it does yeah. not. I, so I have one of those I can't in my play place, either. but it's, I don't own it. It's not mine. Okay. You know what's I better? Own this. I got it for free, actually. I have a player piano. Yeah? Yeah. It's called an Amazon Echo or speaker or anything that plays music. Uh, Not really well, as exciting these days, the player piano, because we have many things that play music. <laughs> we went no, to no, a if you mansion. See a player piano, it is exciting. It is pretty neat because cool. it's mechanical. We, Alice and I, for her birthday with her mom and dad, we went to this mansion. Monster truck show. 
We also went to a... Well, yeah. hold on a second. <laughs> You're throwing me off here. A few birthdays ago, I took Alice to a monster truck show. This birthday, her parents took both of us to this mansion in Ohio called Stan Hewitt Hall. And it's Ooh. like miles of land and gardens. But the mansion itself had a music room. Okay. And it had like the classic Scooby-Doo, you know, suit of armor thing standing in the hallway. It was a legit mansion. Uh, but in the music room, they had an actual player piano. And the assholes weren't playing it, but you could see the collection of the rollers they had. Okay. And it was like hundreds. Neat. And that was the way you could actually collect Change music. The tune, yeah. Right. Like back in the old days, you didn't have tapes or anything or even really records. It was a wax cylinder. Yeah. Or I think player pianos had the holes, I right? I thought it was the, the metal. Was it wax? Maybe it, I don't know. I don't fucking a know. wax cylinder is more like a record, like it plays. Like right. That would go on the old, uh, not xylophone, what do you... Phonograph? Phonograph. Yeah. They had one of those, too, but that wasn't as cool. Oh, neat. Is there any way we can find out when player pianos were invented? No! Because Andrew will be 81. Take, a, take your bets. Yeah, yeah. And don't uh, look it up. I'm guessing like more like 1860s. The player okay. piano was they invented pretty ubiquitous in 1780s. Damn it, can I change my guess? I bet 1780s. Yeah, I'm going to guess 17. I'm going to go earlier than anyone. I'm going to go 1760. Okay. No, I'm going 1800s for sure. I'm going to go 1841. 1821. 1768. And we don't get to find out the answer. Right. <laughs> Pip knows the answer, though. Uh, 1901. What? Bullshit. <laughs> oh, well, oh, wait, 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 wait. No. The, I'm going to read more. The first pinball machine is from, like, 1612. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's it didn't play shit. music. No, that was Plinko. No, pinball's old. It's not 1600s, but it's old. Jeez, there's a uh, Plinko. Uh, as of 1876, in Philadelphia, three working devices were exhibited that between them contained almost all the components of the final p player piano uh, that it would have... Jeez, who wrote the sentence, Wikipedia? I changed my guess. However, it was right. to be 20 years before all these aspects were combined. Surprisingly, the missing component was the pneumatic reading of the roll. This was, in all probability, due to the lack of suitably flexible airtight material to translate the airflow into the, the mechanical movement needed to trigger the player device. It was... Edwin S. Voti, who invented in 1896 the first practical pneumatic piano player called the pianola. 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 Hey, That's what it sounds like. That's yeah, like that scene like, in yeah. Reefer Madness when the guy gets really stoned <laughs> and he keeps playing faster and faster and faster. Until his fingernails fall. <laughs> God damn it. Why is that funny? Man, I was so annoyed when Andrew had that water alarm. Now I know how much fun it really <laughs> <That's> is. <great. laughs> Except mine requires lung capacity. Which I have little of. Mine is required a finger, and I didn't even have to make you guys aware of what I was doing. I could just hit it under the table. Ah, it felt like we piano, all baby. had a water alarm while that was going on. Gee, <clears throat> so what do you guys want to talk about? I have to write a speech. For what? Um, the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Uh, what are you speeching? I don't know, whatever I want. Ooh. I thought I'd bring it to this uh, conference here before thinking about it at all. So... <laughs> I really need to get cracking. 
When is the fest? Just uh, wing it. You know, get up there with weekends your from now piano. Two weeks from now. Yeah, I'll just do a little song. Check out Portman Show. Aristotle. <laughs> Socrates. Can I borrow the chicken? Ludwig von Mises. <laughs> yeah. Just get up there and be like, and now my speech on well, you anarchistic speak. reasons for existing. I'm doing two events at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. What's the other one? All right. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing a live podcast with friend of the show Nikki. Um, we're going to talk about Terminator. Okay, so don't do your speech on Terminator then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, fuck! One is going to spoil the other. Right. Y- your speech Can is I, on Terminator generally T1 and T2. T1 and T2. I think of them as a set. Now I know. Let's not go down this road of well, they're different kinds of movies. Yes, they are different kinds of movies. One's a more of a horror movie. One's more of an action movie. But they are a set. I can't watch one without watching comedy. the other. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, if I'm watching Terminator 1, I'm watching Terminator 2. That's the day. Let me know how black of a wife do you want. <laughs> so that's the guy I'm going to be doing a show with in front of people. <laughs> um, but the other thing is all by myself, and I'll be speaking about something. So you've been thinking about this. No, I haven't. Well, <laughs> I've been putting it off. <laughs> you've been thinking about it enough to bring it up here. Yeah. To, you've remembered it. I thought it would be fun to talk so, about. Surely you've had a couple of thoughts as far as what you could speak about. Yeah, they're all too uh, abstract and complicated. Like what? Yeah, give me an example. Oh, I've deleted them at this point. Um, I wanted to talk about, like, player ideology. Oh. <laughs> the ideology of the player piano. Um no, like ideology and media stuff and like how it plays into people's biases. Just I think it might quote, be a little too heavy. I want shit to be simple and fun. And every, all of my that thoughts were like, oh, I could talk about the nuances of imperialism in the 1600s. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> well, here, here's the problem nerd, with presenting right. this. Get out, nerd. Boom. Here's the problem with presenting this predicament on this show right yeah. now. I don't expect any real answers. <laughs> you will get none. I like to complicate my situation further. All, all I can say is like stuff that I wish I was knowledgeable about that I could speak on. Mm. Yeah, so, but you refuse to look up information. Right. From, so. so as a secondary, I would like to hear you speak on it. Oh, so you want me to do a show on like Miatas? No, 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 no. Like uh, more up your alley a little more. I was thinking I could just talk for an hour about my book. I mean, that seems to be the most sensible thing, but then it's like, well, then why buy the fucking book? I just told you all about it. Oh, that's a good point. You know? In Japanese, Miata means Ludwig von Mises. <laughs> Go beyond the book. Yeah. Like what are, when does the, when does the book end? What's the, in the on the last page. <laughs> it ends in the future. Uh, no, modern times. The it end goes hasn't from like yet. right. It goes from super ancient to super now. Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of holes in there. I mean, it's a 90-page book, so you know anyone can That's read it. That's not a big book. Yeah. It's small. What about something light and fun, like the pros and cons of leaning into Kaczynski? <laughs> That'd be good. Well, okay, right. So I was thinking about. I've, I've been saying this for over two years. Mm. I've been promoting the Kaczynski mentality. Sure. This is the one Jewish thing I've ever done. That makes no sense. <laughs> uh, but I've been, I've been presenting that mentality and, and promoting that thought process for over two years. Now. Yeah, kill them all. Yeah, so I think that that might be one of the options I've seriously considered. Not necessarily Kaczynski himself, but the idea right, of like... that's what I mean. Get the fuck out of everything because it sucks and it's going to kill you and it's bad for you and you should probably be a pagan. And that's where everything's going anywhere. Right, because you and I so, have talked about so many different topics... Mm. 
like for what I feel is endlessly. And uh, it kind of all comes back to the same themes. Right. Right. Which is? Uh, Leave society. Uh, be more Kaczynski. Be Bronze Agean. <laughs> be pre Bronze Agean. And be a pagan. Okay. We haven't talked about paganism. Can I use I steel, talk about though? That. Huh? Can I use steel? Whatever you, you can bronze. Whatever you can carry. Oh, okay. I yeah. like lead, steel, and copper. But no, no thinking machines. Can Boo. I have a tractor? No. I had to get uh, the word out. out. Say what? I had to get the word out. You don't. You don't want people there. I mean, this yeah. Is, you don't want the you, word out. Danny it's, it's comes over to be. your house and sees that player piano and goes, right. "No!" It burns you at the stake. Uh, I'll drop a letter in your mailbox if you're invited. Ah, oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. Well, oh, the mail is technology. Yeah, that's Fuck. true, but it's analog. It's a very not diffuse true. system. Right. So I'm not against technology. Oh, the player piano is analog. Sticks are We're technology if you're using them, right. right? Exactly. You're I'm not against the technology. I'm against the 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 digital processing. I'm against the the logic circuit. You're against cybernetics. <laughs> you're sure, against yeah, silicon, which, which is the natural progression of just simply a, a simple logic circuit. Right. Cybernetics is applying the a, a very fundamental version of cognition to machinery. It's putting a goal into a mechanism and then making, giving it sensory apparatuses that can then compare its outcomes to its desired outcomes, and then it can change its own behavior. It's a learning machine. Right. Like That's a Terminator. The, like a Terminator, <laughs> which is why we're talking about the Terminator. Uh. So maybe there's a little tie-in here. I'm talking about Terminator with Nikki, and then my thing could be like, well, here's how you unterminate yourself. Is you fucking quit your job and go live in the woods, build a cabin. Stop making fun of the Amish. I'm not making fun of the I Amish. I know, I'm just saying uh, the people in oh, general. Oh, my speech should just be called Stop yeah. Making Fun of the Amish. Okay. Like These young Alex on the show, he's just like, yeah, Amish are a bunch of fucking asshole chicken kickers. Look, if some chickens got to get kicked to prevent nuclear holocaust, punt them bitches. I don't give a fuck. And we eat them anyway. Right, what's more important, a chicken or a people? Right. I mean, I don't know, but I'm a people, so... Fuck them. You think the chickens wouldn't kick us around if it would save their they race? They would peck you to death. Yes. They would suck your eyeballs out. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a pig eat man? A man? What? No, what? obviously not. This is a have? Thing. Yeah, this is a thing that happens. You have? Wait, yeah. No, like foot, not, I haven't watched it happen personally. Okay. Um, Delete your search history. <laughs> this happens where people will fall into their pig pens and the pigs will just uh-huh. devour them. You haven't heard about this? Oh, I've heard about it, but I you said, have you seen it? And well, it's like, well, obviously. Well, how does a pig eat a person with have that little mouth? Have you seen what an aardvark can do to a baby? It's a whole bunch of them. It's not just one pig. Yep. So they swarm them, and they just hold them down, and they Pigs are very up. aggressive animals. They yeah. will eat. They'll tear you up. Animals, for sure. Isn't that wild? Uh, pigs, if you're not... Um, when you're raising pigs, you have to be careful because they will sometimes eat their young. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Cats do the same thing. Pigs are pretty, what? No. Yeah. No. We, yeah. No. We have little kittens living under the, the deck. Not our deck, our neighbor's deck. And, you know, there used to be more of them. Now there aren't. Are you sure that the mother ate them? I'm or not that, sure, but like, we were curious. <laughs> we were curious, and so we looked into it. And it was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a thing mm. they do when they're I bet hungry. most, I mean, most liberals like to eat their young, but they just call it abortion. Whoa. Jeez. <laughs> Holy shit. Controversy. But true. I, yeah, so most creatures do that, I think. I mean, what about the Donner Party? We all know about the Donner alive. Party. Alive. I heard. I was just telling Gabriella about oh, the Alive. Movie? The movie, the, 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 the soccer. No, the book. I read the book when I was oh, like, when you were reading. I'm Brad. I'm smart. I went a Bananagram. Nerd. 
<laughs> Andrew, <laughs> you talk about being four and reading books about nuclear terrorism. Yeah. Right? So I was trying to relate to you. I was trying to relate to you that one of the earliest books I read when I was probably like 11, 12, was Alive. My parents had the book. And I remember the cover, and I took it off the bookshelf, and I said, Mom, what's Alive about? And she goes, oh, you wouldn't want to read that. <laughs> you find out. It's about a plane crash, and everybody has to eat each other. So I take that book, and I bring it to my, I read the whole book. Mm -hmm. And I learned about Uruguay, Paraguay. Is it Uruguay? I thought it was Uruguay. Well, whatever. Oh. <laughs> you learned all about it. <laughs> it's pronounced you're a fag. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're. Sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, Montevideo. Whoa. That's a city. Is it? Wait, didn't they crash in Chile? They crashed in the Andes. I learned about the fucking Andes. Wow. What That's what I learned about the Andes, too, from the movie. Delicious mints. Right. I thought it was Chile. Mm. Yeah. It's, well, uh, can we pull up like a 34 minute documentary about it? <laughs> sure. No, but I remember vividly them talking about cutting the flesh off the body and laying it on the airplane wing to dry in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, this is one of those hack things. And so if you just want to skip over it, you can. It's not a documentary, it's a movie. Would you eat a person? And I feel like that's one of those stupid questions because the answer is probably yes. Uh, if the situation was right. Can you even control yourself? You know? Mm -hmm. what, de what degree of logical faculty do you have when you haven't eaten in a week or two weeks or whatever? Mm -hmm. Would you eat your buddy? Oh, I heard a super you know? in-depth thing about the Probably. Donner Party. That shit was fucked. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really hard to sympathize with these people when you're not even really that hungry. I sympathize. <laughs> like, at the break of the show, I was like, oh, man, I could eat. Any <laughs> but not any of these people. <laughs> right. Doesn't even cross your mind. Right. Yeah, oh, it's survival. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fucking brutal well, reality. The Donner Party thing, the crazy part was like if they'd held out just a little bit longer, they would have made it. Right. But you don't know that. But there was At one the guy who was like super hungry. He was just like, well, I'm people were dying. Oh. They were already dead. Oh. Yeah, and they would like dig well, wait, them up or whatever. If they're already dead, who cares? What do you mean, who cares? There, there was a whole up, bunch of mental emotional, like, I have to eat my fucking child. Right. He was annoying. And anyway. it's probably not very good meat. I've seen enough parents in my life that I know 60% of them would eat their kid if they knew that they could get away with it. And, you know, <laughs> to be fair to the Donner Party, people were probably generally better to eat back in those days than now. Because now we're fat. all just corn fed, <laughs> you know. We're all marbled. Right, right. We're disgusting. Whereas back then, I mean, sure, the kid was frail, but at least he had some potatoes in him. It was good grass-fed lean meat. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Pete Meat, we'd call it, because his name was Pete. Oh. <laughs> Even a bucket of, like, little, like, child fingers yeah. would be fine. It's yeah. good for snack. Finger licking good. That's where that uh, expression came from. Oh, yeah. yeah. What expression? Eating children's finger fingers. Finger licking good. <laughs> it's from eating children's fingers. <laughs> you always thought it was from licking your fingers, but no, right, no, no, no. It was from the Donner Party. They killed their children, chopped their fingers off first. Child it, Finger was also an 80s metal band that I made up on the show, <laughs> like, four years ago. Deep cut. You always want to start at the fingers and work your way down the extremities, keeping the person alive so the meat stays fresh as long as possible. Well, okay, that makes sense. But if, yeah. if they're already dead, you're going to want to go in reverse. Yeah, the bigger go meat's for the go. liver and the heart. Right. It's where right. the protein's at. Well, in, in the Andy situation, I guess in the Donner Party situation too, people are basically f keeping because it's so cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. That helps. Yeah. That helps a lot. 
You know, and the funny well, thing is whatever. now, unlike the pilgrims, sorry, uh, unlike the pilgrims who were digging people up to eat them, mm-hmm. they didn't know they were fucking what? Yeah. Oh man. Explain. Tell me. They can't. They cannibalized. They, people died, and then they're like, "Let's take people up and eat them." These idiots. Yeah, and the engines are just sitting around the hill eating their pop maze, watching the whole show go down. They're eating a turkey, like <laughs> going, "Those white men are retarded." <laughs> Or they're insane, and we're terrified of them. Okay. Yeah, or, yeah that, that's probably part of it, too. I was going to go give them beads, but now I think in second thoughts. Why don't you play them your pan flute? <laughs> that's not a pan flute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of giving them beads. But then I realized they crazy bitches. Me smoke them weed. And then the fire water came through. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, Woo! Let's make a casino, baby! <laughs> Could you imagine being the first Indian to have booze pass your lips and just go, Holy shit! Well, I wonder... And, I mean, what happened? You what know, was that's that like? an interesting Who's thing. Who's that guy? I've never known of any Native American tribes. I've never Puking read about... Bowl. Puking bowl. <laughs> I don't remember hearing about any Native Americans that made alcohol of any sort. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Hmm. Well, so isn't if that's the, story? the case, then well, to be fair too, like um, you know, like back in the day, we hear about them drinking beer, like you know, in the Middle Ages and stuff, they always drank beer. But sure. it was, from what I understand, it was very low alcohol content. Yeah. Um, but it was called beer because it was a fermented drink, and there was probably some amount of alcohol, like one or two percent. Sure, so it wasn't like we're used to. It's kind of like uh, kids in the '60s smoking weed versus your fucking Delta Eight, right? Moon trip, like nowadays. back in ancient Greece and shit. They would drink wine, but really it was just like grape juice with a tiny bit of alcohol in it, and they'd mix in all kinds of other stuff yeah. and usually water it down. So yeah, alcohol al- liquor wasn't distilled until like the 16th or 15th century by monks. Catholic monks. Yeah, they were so bored, and they're like, Jesus. What was the first liquor? Was it, was it like scotch? I don't know. I don't know. No, probably not. Well, so the the first type of alcohol you get, well, there's ethanol, which right. is just moonshine or vodka, basically. Corn. Well, it's made from corn. Yeah, corn but will do No, it. any alcohol. Vodka's potatoes. Any alcohol process that you do, uh-huh. right, that revolves revolves involves a still creates basically ethanol i.e. moon do oh my god watch the documentary no <laughs> so all alcohol is the exact same at the beginning it's just ethanol it's like vodka moonshine right and then the difference vodka is, moonshine these things these things they're the same dude. they're opposite ends of the alcohol spectrum they are uncured liquors um you get gin when you take vodka and mix it with grass. Moonshine is corn liquor. And then, yeah, but it all creates ethanol, you fuck. It doesn't matter what you start with. It creates ethanol. Ethanol is pure ethanol. alcohol. You, you don't know what ethanol is? It's corn. It's corn alcohol. No. Ethanol is the term for any fermented alcohol product. Okay. It's not ethyl? Oh, Whatever. Oh, well, that clears it up. I'm like, what is ethanol? Like, Puke they, starts talking. I go, he's seen a documentary about right. this. It's I, like, I go on autopilot. I think you mean ethyl alcohol. All right, ethanol, a colorless, volatile, flammable liquid which is produced by the natural fermentation of sugars. Now, yeah. anything that creates sugar, i.e. plant matter, uh-huh. will give you ethanol. Okay. We use corn nowadays because it's a sugar-dense piece of shit. 
Right. That we don't. So you're telling fast. me that people in Russia take corn, no, make ethanol, and it magically transforms into vodka. But those same, oh but God. but those people, if they don't speak Russian, they speak English uh-huh. from Kentucky. Uh-huh. They take that same corn, uh-huh. they make ethanol, and they turn it into not vodka. Uh-huh. I'm no, listening to Andrew make it talk, and I think it is actually better that we do an informationless show. <laughs> it is <laughs> certainly entertaining. It's more exciting. That's why the that's why John D. Rockefeller made alcohol illegal in the Prohibition days. If you ferment potatoes, you get ethanol. If you ferment corn, you get ethanol. If you yeah. ferment rice, you get ethanol. If you ferment rye, you get ethanol. If okay. you ferment right. apples, you get ethanol. So if this makes fer- sense, because I can think about this geographically. Corn, Kentucky, right? Corn, Kentucky. Bourbon. Yeah. So ethanol into bourbon. Russia, ethanol into vodka. Asia, rice into ethanol into... Like sake. Sake, yeah. Gross. They also... Rice wine. Yeah, you ferment what you have. Right. Right. So, what happens after they have the ethanol? So, the different thing... So, like bourbon Uh is a specific recipe of fermenty things and the process, right? But the real thing that separates bourbon from, like, vodka... Because they basically get ethanol, which is a type of vodka, at the beginning. Wait, ethanol is vodka all of a sudden? <gasps> oh my god, you're so dumb! <laughs> is anyone else? Oh, no, vod- so vodka's like the What's purest the alcohol you can drink. Vodka's like base level vodka alcohol. Vodka is a dilute ethanol. You can do you know do you know what lab grade ethanol is? No, it's 200 proof vodka. That's just the alcohol. Yeah. Oh, it's vodka. Vo- guess what vodka is, you dumb fuck? But you couldn't drink it's like that. a ninety. No. No, 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 no. You can. You get fucked up, go blind, but you can drink it. <laughs> now, rubbing alcohol is that what you're referencing? If you drink that, so rubbing alcohol is a is just vodka. We'll say that has um, like shit added into it that smells bad and tastes bad and makes you die. Okay. And the reason they do that is because the government is a bunch of cocksuckers that want to tax the fuck out of alcohol, right? That's like the Whiskey Rebellion, which happened, I don't know, 60 miles from here back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, they people were like, I'm going to make my whiskey. And the government of George Washington said, we're going to fuck you up. This is a free country. Yeah. It's very confusing. Uh, the thing that makes ethanol into bourbon is one, the specific recipe that gets you a certain type of ethanol, then you put it into a charred oak barrel, and you let it sit for years and years So really, and years. all liquors are just cocktails of vodka. Yeah. So have you ever noticed that, like, when new distilleries, like, there's a big uh, fad so or whatever. What like, saying- when people start distilleries, there's all these little microbreweries start up, right? But they want to do whiskey. They never start with whiskey. Why? Because it takes five goddamn years to get to that point. Right. So you start with gin, with vodka, with other fucking bullshit. I can't think of other clear liquors. Yep. A tequila. distillery opened right by us. Yeah, tequila. And rum. Well, tequila comes There's clear tequila. There's clear rum. But a rum. Rum is one of them. Rum is a, you know... So rum is a little bit different because you're using cane sugar, so it's super sweet. But so it's what's basically the most a- processed... Liquor. A bourbon. Wow. No, I, actually, I want to say brandy, probably. Okay. Maybe. This makes sense. I don't really so, know for certain. I could Google it. We I could, could learn. Do you want no. to learn? No, 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 you want no, no, to learn? I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to ascribe traits 
to peoples <laughs> okay. based on how much effort they put into their liquor. Fair. How many people in the chat are screaming right now because I'm getting all this wrong? So you're telling me, <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me that the Russians are the laziest with the vodka, for sure, because it's closest to pure ethanol. Right, because you got potatoes, you got wheat, super easy to grow. You mash it up and let it ferment, and boom. You then the get, British, you ain't got time to get fucked up. The Nazis is coming. The right. British are second laziest with the gin. Yeah, yeah. Is there like, well, gin is British, right? Yeah, but it's well, kind of it's like popular, East India kind of, you know, imperial shit. But like gin, I England, think gin is the English are kind of the gayest because it's like <laughs> yeah, juniper berries and cloves and shit. Yeah, they, they just like yeah. sprinkle that in afterwards. I don't know if it's quite sprinkle in. Okay. I, I don't know how it works. It is because. But if it, you go to the store and you buy like Bombay gin, it's like this has sapphire juniper berries and cloves oh, and all that kind of shit. Indian, yeah. uh, right. Oh, Italy. Italy. Gin originated as a medicinal liquor made by monks across Europe, particularly in southern Italy. I take it back. It's badass. So <laughs> then you got the rum, which is a bunch of lazy Caribbean island people. Yeah, they've got. Mm. They, they have a sugar, right? Literally sugar, molasses. cane sugar, or molasses, I guess, right, is the the proper term. Then we move How on. How do you get sugar? I don't know. Then we move on to what? Tequila? Isn't tequila sugar fermented from molasses? Right. Well, tequila is from aguave plants. Yeah. So that's a particular type of plant that mm-hmm. is fermented mm-hmm. to create an ethanol base that is then sat around. And, and then we graduate to whiskey? Is that what happens? I'd say so. Because, sure. like, whiskey can be made out of anything, but it has to be stored in, like, a charred oak barrel wow, to listen impart to, those Let's just think about this. Sugars How fancy from the am oak. I? Favorite drink, whiskey. Oh, Second favorite yeah. drink, tequila. The top two. You are the, quite the I'm cosmopolitan. So awesome. I'm and so, Cosmopolitans <laughs> only have vodka in them. I'm not cosmopolitan. It's all vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so, if you imagine them in history, all of these things are going on, all these different groups of people are lazily, you know, producing whatever whiskey or, or not risk whiskey, but liquor that they can with whatever they've got. And meanwhile, the truly laziest of all, the fucking Indians, they're not even making any liquor. They're oh, just wow. sitting there in a field somewhere. And then all the other people who did all the work creating all of the liquor come over and say, hey, wouldn't you like to try this fine beverage? And then the Indians drink it and they all kill each other. <laughs> yeah, that's what really and They go happened. extinct. We are, uh, the the pop culture reason is that they got diseases, right? Like smallpox or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Really, they got a hold of some whiskey and they just got into a bar fight that was crazy. Right. Yeah. And That's killed what each I heard. other and turned in. <laughs> so, yeah. History. I'm really surprised that you've never read or heard anybody talking about alcohol production at all? No, I go to the liquor store. It really I look surprises at bottles, me. When whatever it says old on it, I buy. <laughs> It really surprises me when uh, when I find out my friends are so ignorant about things that they love so much, apparently, which is alcohol. Uh, Andrew, he called you his friend. He's like, I ain't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't got time for learning. I just want to get fucked up. That is my, my great, uh, what do you call it? Like burden in life is my insatiable curiosity. I want to know how everything works. I only want to know how things work that I'm going to take action on. Yeah, no, not me. Taking a lot of action on that old granddad. Anybody will show me anything, and I go, how does this pan flute work? (laughs) And I go, wow, it blows air. See, but but normally your default would be like, before I blow into this, I'm going to watch a documentary about it. (laughs) I I didn't have time. (laughs) I kind of want to learn about this recorder, because I want to know why it's called that. 
because it's not recording shit. It's just a little fucking flutey magic. That's so funny that you surprised us with all these instruments, Andrew, because we were we all knew about the chicken, <laughs> and we're like, let's surprise Andrew with the chicken. This oh, is really? so good. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, you were uh, elsewhere when You're Danny the only revealed one the chicken. Wasn't there, so I was like, let's reveal this to Andrew during the show. And what's even more hilarious is I knew about everything. Oh my god! Because I was there at the toy well, you store. You didn't know what instruments I got. I knew you a good knew amount. I was gathering instruments. I was there in the toy store. When I got at going, some point, <gasps> I walked up and Andrew's going, <gasps> ripping shit off the fucking shelf. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then I realized they were instruments. And I went, oh, God, this is going to be There was a big sack awesome? of, of these plastic tubes that were basically these big plastic tubes you bang off things. And each one was a different length. Yeah. So they made different the, sounds. The Blue Man Group. But they were like $36. I almost bought them. I, sh- I wish I would have bought them. Not thinking. No, about you it. should not have because we could go buy PVC tube and bang them against shit. Oh, yeah, they weren't even the Blue Man Group. So Blue Man Group, if you're not familiar, has a uh, a show in Las Vegas where they have PVC tubes of different lengths, and they just slap like flip flop material on top of them. And because of the length, the air has a different tone due to the volume of you know air that it goes through. Yeah, it's like a pipe organ. Just like this goddamn pan flu, right? Yeah. Right. Little thingy, high pitch, big thingy, low pitch. Uh, what you were talking about was literally just like thin-walled pieces of PVC at different lengths. Yeah. And when you smacked it on the side of a thing, it when makes dunk, a different dunk noise or whatever, right? Because the reverberation is different. How does that cup thing work that people do? Where the cups go... Oh, I can do that. Uh, you can? Yeah. That's I need a, so I need a wine cool. glass. It's called harmonic resonance. Yeah. You have to have a particular type of wine glass, though. Like Because right now, we have rocks glasses, right? They don't they're, work. They're, they don't right. vibrate. You have to have a thin-walled wine glass or something, and then you just create a, a fucking harmonic vibration. Your finger has to be a little wet. Yeah. It's the... <laughs> what would you call it? Like the resistance yeah. of your finger. You know, the, the stiction. That's a word. <laughs> Do you guys know what stiction is? This show is? is so educational. It's fucking it's school. It. This it's is school. so good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. And this is like the night school for adults. <laughs> this is adult school. We talk about this whiskey. This is how to learn to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let go of it now, otherwise it makes noise. What if I put my finger in his mouth? Oh, oh. it silences it. I just, I'm diffusing it slowly, but then, oh, it's too soon. Anyway. Get that thing away from me. It's too, yeah, yeah, yeah. too tempting. <laughs> yeah, I have an entire book about alcohol if you want to read it, Andrew. No. Okay. I don't want to read books about things I'm interested in. <laughs> Clearly. All you want to learn about is real estate. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for helping me write my speech, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we could help you more. I think you should just do what, like, what's the thing that you're passionate about that you know about that other people don't know about, but you think they need to know about? That's the formula for a winning speech at an event. Okay. Because you've done this before. Yeah. You've given speeches to this at this event multiple yeah, times, right? Not really anything valuable. I mean, certainly oh. last year, I just kind of went along for the thing. I didn't really give much of a speech well right but that was a special occasion uh, have i ever given a speech there not really i always find a way to get out of giving speeches really? i gave one on the contra cruise okay well that counts yeah uh and that was about like uh communication but all that's mm. irrelevant now because it was based on like other people are saying 
Right. Yeah. Like reason with people. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to talk about any of that stuff. I nice. want to talk about, like, myth. Talk about alcohol. I might. After this show, I feel like I'm ready to go in guns a-blazing. You could talk about the whiskey rebellion. All alcohol's vodka. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> End of speech. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll talk about, like, some kind of thing resembling the subject I write about in my book. But as for specifics, I Tolerance. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, who, I ain't got okay, time everyone, for that. Everyone hears the word tolerance. I think it's a good thing. But your response is different. Mm, it is. It's disgust. That could open up a whole plethora of talking points. Wait, your what is different? His perspective My on opinion. tolerance. Yeah. I said tolerance. He said bleh. Do repressive uh, tolerance. Yeah, the Marcuse thing. Yeah, do you know about that? What's that I mean? do know about that. There's a guy named Yakuza. Herbert, Herbert Marcuse was a, what would we call him, a critical theorist, yeah. a Frankfurt School guy. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this thing called repressive tolerance, which was basically the justification for all we see in the world now that like, if people are intolerant, don't tolerate them, repress them. So you just call people, if you, you don't want people to be able to speak, I mean, this is the outcome, is if you don't want other people to have competing ideas, you just call them intolerant and then repress them. Right. Um, that, that, yeah, that's, that's a, a more binary take on... Right. The way everything works well, and right the, now. But on the flip side, you have all the abundance of tolerance. Like yesterday, you and Alice disappointed the shit out of me by talking about the homeless wow. dwellings right. on what is supposed to be a nice river walk. Right. And I thought it was a different spot than it really was. Right. But still, I just went, how is everyone tolerating this? We should not be tolerating this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it sounds cruel to not tolerate it. It actually, but as we discussed, it's actually kind of cruel to tolerate it. It's cruel not only to them, right, but to people who are not involved with them. It's pathological in so many different ways. I mean, if you've ever known anyone who's addicted to anything, you know the term enabling and enabler. Is that a good thing? Well, no, it starts as tolerance and it becomes fealty. Well, the tolerance continues fealty? for like more... Um, Death pledge. Intolerable groups. Right. Yeah. Then once the tolerance is granted to the previous group, now you must be like. So you're saying tolerance is a zero sum game. Yes, if you're more because tolerant always, here. You have the, to be less tolerant there. The next group that needs tolerance will always be found. Right. Mm-hmm. This yes. is why they they're always saying it's it's going to pedophiles. It's going to pedophiles. Right. It's it's absent any ideology. It's mere pragmatism because there's no logical conclusion to this sort of tolerance. Because in Marcuse's theory, the whole dichotomy is between the haves and the have-nots. He's the one who kind of comes up with that idea: haves and have-nots. But you know, if the have-nots take everything away from the haves, well then the old haves are the new have-nots. Right. And so then the cycle just goes and goes and goes. Well, okay. So really it's about power. So this this brings up a good point. So puke. Huh? You used to complain <laughs> about your workplaces and the stupid management. Yeah, I do. Right? I still do. But you and I would have conversations and I go, well, what do you want instead? What do you what do you expect? You think you think you fucking floor workers, if you just took the reins of control, everything would be magically better? You'd have a more thriving company? Yeah, then I opened up my book written by Marx and I went, Right. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, do you really want to put the control in the hands of the shitbag third shift worker? Yeah, no. No offense. But <laughs> I'm, like I'm not on third shift anymore. For the, but for <laughs> the most part, like Welcome to the day. That walkers. guy is far less capable of providing a good life for everyone involved. Yeah, people that don't like But they sure as shit are the ones who bitch huh? about things and criticize Yeah. There's the, a lot of the, people the that don't they don't think critically about what it takes to be the person in charge. 
but but and it's then, so easy when you're in that position to fall into that because that's yeah. all you wanted to do too. Yeah, you wanted to just bitch and moan. Yeah, fuck the man. But I was telling you, I'm like, shut oh. the fuck up. Oh, why don't you just look at them and go? Oh, I can be way better than them. I could justify getting paid more than them because they're a bunch of fucking assholes and idiots. Yeah. Well, and there's I don't a, know how to do that. There's a self-righteous blindness to the yes. deficits of systems, which is a term I'm making up right now. So, like, everyone wants to see any kind of problem or deficit in a social in a social situation as being the result of somebody else's malice, somebody else's repression of another group. But in in actual fact, systems are subject to entropy. They're constantly falling apart. No system can be complete. And so sometimes, yes, there may be repression, but also it's just the fact that no system can actually be complete and, and serve everybody in the best way possible right. at all times. These so what you may say is racism maybe is actually just kind of like, well... Systems aren't perfect, fucker. But as we, as we continue to try and perfect them, we're really just embarking on a totalitarian quest. These right. are the biggest words ever spoken on this show. This is a very dynamic <laughs> episode. I mean, an hour Let's ago, we were <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very easy when you're at the bottom to just blame the people above you and, and to be... Um, Jealous, well, I guess. So, so you to, to have envy of the people in positions. But of here's the thing, because I've been there. Success above you, yeah. So, oh yeah, you were a bread man. Well, no, not <laughs> only that. Yeah, sure, I was a bread man. You're at the a bottom Mexican. Who quickly went my way up to the top. But before that, I was a trucker. I was low man on the totem pole. I was the new guy, the young guy. Yeah. I got the shittiest truck. It broke the most. Mm-hmm. Right. I got the shittiest runs, the most difficult ones, yeah. the worst places, the scariest places, all of that. I've been low man on the totem. I worked on the factory floor. With bumper inserts. I was just taking bumper foam inserts off a machine, and it was awful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when you're down there, you have no responsibility. True. Right? You punch in, you punch out. You don't have to think about anything beyond that, really. So you're not responsible. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're not in control of your situation. So all you can do is blame whoever is responsible. But as soon as you have that responsibility, how could you possibly do better than them? Well, or... If you're approaching it from, from that mindset of, fuck the ones who are responsible. Mm. Or you could be like most people who work that shift who are apathetic. Yes. So th- those are the Either polls. apathetic or angry. Right. The only people who actually have any uh, emotional attachment or investment and want to do anything about that situation are the people who are resentful. Right. Everyone else is like, what? I get money and I'm happy and I watch TV. Fuck off. Well, and if you're not, but if you have ambition, you theoretically work your way up, right? And you become the ones in charge. But but that's a different thing. In a meritocracy, if you made it up there, you're most qualified to be in charge, right? Right. You're not the ones just sitting there trying to do less work for the same amount of money or get more money for the same amount of work, mm-hmm. right? You're trying to improve the situation for yourself and everyone. Yeah, yeah, ideally. And, you know, do we have a pure meritocracy? Obviously, no. But to the extent that we do, I think that's correct. Right. I don't know. I just get real... I think it's real insidious when... It's it's the whole thing about, like, okay, yeah, the top brass is trying to stop the u- the unions from forming. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're trying to stop communication between the workers. Right. And it's like, that, that sounds evil. That sounds real fucking evil. But is it more evil than what's going to happen if they do unionize and take over in some kind of violent capacity? Right. Well, and this, I don't know. this is where we go back to the woods. 
because you know Amazon unionizing or whatever is only going to more permanently cement whatever power they have, and it's going to necessarily marry the workforce of Amazon, which is you know one of the largest corporations in the world. It's going to marry that workforce to state power because that's the directions unions go in. Yeah. So you know you have a okay. Amazon's a private company, except it's not. It's basically a monopoly, and if it unionizes. Then we've got a situation where that monopoly is at least in part upheld by the state, and you know, internationally speaking, that is a, a global cartel. But isn't this just an argument for smaller organizations? Yes. Where even the lowest person on the totem pole could have an outsized influence on the entire direction of the company, all and if they have a great idea, it's easy to take that to the top. All right and proper arguments are arguments for smaller right. organizations. That sounds like so, the Honda method. Carrie in the chat says, problem is most of the managerial class were promoted into positions they were unqualified for. What well, does that even mean? Unqualified? I've never been qualified for anything I've ever done in my life. Mm. Except for this show. Right. Uh, <laughs> Outside of this show, I'm not qualified for fucking anything. Right. Do I not deserve to go buy a house? Do I not deserve to go try something and do no, what I'm doing? No, qualified is a very questionable word, too, right. because you, what qualified, qualified is subjective and qualified is often made by people who don't understand the systems they're a part of or their human resourcing in those systems. And it's an assessment of a risk that needs to be made, and the smaller your organization, I would imagine, the smaller organization you have, the more incentivized you would be to actually make sure you're promoting the person who has the most merit. But when you're in some nameless, faceless corporation, which I assume Carrie's uh, referencing here, well, sure, it's easy to promote some dumbass, because but, where's the accountability? But here's the thing, though. So, okay, when she says qualification, or unqualified, I'm just assuming that means credentialed. Okay, well, that's an important clarification. Uh, Carrie, do you mind? Uh, please <laughs> clarify. Because like, that's an interesting distinction. Right, because I'm not credentialed for anything. Right, but you could be qualified. I mean, if you spent the first, you know, 18 years of your life working with your dad on a fucking boat or whatever, like, you may be the most qualified dude in the world to be a boat worker on her. But, you know, the guy who's got the diploma from Boat University is going to get that job because he's more qualified. Well, yep. like, if I had to hire on a manager to manage my properties, mm -hmm. who do I want to hire? The guy who grew up on a farm and, like, as he got older, got in charge of more responsibility on the farm? Or the person who has a business degree or a property management license nah, or something? Nah, the second guy. <laughs> Not the second right. guy. Never, if you can avoid ever hiring anyone with a degree, that'd be the direction I'd move in. But then, and then how do you define qualification then? So well, I'm assuming, again, I'm, I'm projecting on the carry what she means by qualification. Yeah, that would be interesting to see what she says about that. Because I don't think of qualification in those terms. I think of qualification as the actual merits and abilities and skills of the individual. But maybe I'm just a chump. I don't know, and I, I've had plenty of shitty bosses, too, over the years, and it, it felt so easy to just blame them for everything, but what did that yeah. get, what, what does that get me? How does that make my life better, to blame them for everything? Yeah, it, like, doesn't, if really it that doesn't shitty, accomplish anything. If they're that shitty, it's on me to prove to someone above them that, hey, I can be less shitty than them. Sometimes it can motivate you to find a better job. Or just uh, bounce around them. Skip over that rung of the ladder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This but is if, where you, I if you constantly play the victim of like, oh, I have a shitty boss. My life's shitty because of my boss. Guess where you're going to stay forever? Below that shitty boss. Yeah. 
I think I started to realize work was bullshit when I had a lot of bosses. Yeah. Like when I worked at a school, uh, and I just felt like, I don't know, work is bullshit. That sounds very... By work, do you mean working for somebody else? Yeah. Like long term. Like everything is just extremely, or at least in that situation. It, it, and that was kind of a unique situation. But every rule was just very arbitrary. But and that's only applicable if you don't want, I mean, if you want responsibility. If you don't want responsibility, then working for somebody else is not fine. bullshit yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I totally get that. I work for somebody else. Um, I no, actually do too right now, part-time. And I love oh, yeah. it. I love it because it is exactly what I want. Right. If you've got your priorities in mind, you don't have to have everything perfectly mapped out. But if at least you're recognizing that this is a means to an end, then I think there's a lot more wiggle room mentally that you can do with that situation than if you're just someone who's like, well, I mean, I run into people constantly who are my age or younger who get in at the factory and are like, well, I don't need to think again for 30 years. Right. You know? But on the flip side, there's people who get into the factory and then still follow the American dream path, right? Sure. And we'll see how long that lasts. Well, yes. So here's how I've always approached it. Again, I'm the least qualified person to do anything. I don't graduate high school. I get into some job, right? I'm less qualified than everybody else I work around. But I look at that job and I go, okay, this sucks. I don't get paid enough. I feel just like everybody else does. Right. Right? This sucks for everybody and no one gets paid enough. That's what we all think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I go, well, where can I go? What can I do? And if the next step up is like, oh, yeah, this requires three years on the job first before you can do this, then I either go, okay, how do I get them to break that fucking rule? Right? I'm special. That rule doesn't apply to me. Right. It applies to the rest of the dum-dums. So I'm going to either get up through there or I'm going to move on to something else where I can get them to bend and break those rules. Mm, corporations make that difficult because they're is, bureaucracy. They sure do, right, but right. I've worked for corporations. Yeah. I've made it through. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant when I said work is bullshit. Because mm-hmm. everybody, you have all of these rules and you know management that people are expected to follow, and there's always some other way to do it. There's, there's a, a, Yeah, there's always a way around it. There is. And I, I sometimes even think the larger the organization gets, the more wiggle room there can be. Right. Because, you know, the, the larger the thing is and the more spread out the power structure is, these natural human inclinations toward community and favoritism and, hey, let me do you a favor, blah, 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 that kind of shit is what, pretty much what the corporate system theoretically is trying to do away with. Right. But... You can't because we're fucking people. Yep. And so when the corporation is so big that the boss is in another state or another country or whatever, those little systems start to bubble back up. And so even in my nice regimented ladder hierarchy that I work in, that very natural kind of relationship between boss and employee and employee-employee still develops, which is good, but it's frowned upon. And I don't like that. Because every time it happens, someone feels like they're getting away with something. And I don't like the fact that normal human relationships are basically being pathologized by the corporate structure. Mm -hmm. And I end up feeling like I'm in a position where I have to defend the corporate structure because there's so much Marxist ideology that's so on the forefront. Well, if you go Mm -hmm. down to the river, you could see kill the rich. Spray painted on the wall, right over where all the tents are, <laughs> and a big hammer. And Pittsburgh. Right there, right? Can you believe this is Pittsburgh? This is not Pittsburgh rich. before George Floyd. Right. And what is rich? Alice and I were walking, and we're like, 
are we rich? <laughs> you are compared to that hobo line? in By a some tent. metrics, right. yeah. Right, right. I mean, globally speaking, I'm oh, fantastically yeah. wealthy. Yeah, globally speaking, and I think I've said this ad nauseum, but when I was in Iraq and I watched a lady come out of her mud hut and dig through trash and, like, dump out trash and dig through it and then pick up other trash and go back inside with that trash, that's when I realized, oh, shit. Yeah. Life can suck real hard in other places outside of the United States. And I'm sure there's plenty of bad things that happen inside of this country, right? But, you know, in context, like... And the beautiful people have a real bad outside. <laughs> I love how I don't know the situation of these people down by the river, but uh, you know, so many people get their Marxist ideology or whatever they get it in their college, which I just love because, of course, all the good colleges have been completely created. I mean, sure, there's some state influence, but largely by philanthropists and capitalists, right, who've constructed these institutions of higher learning over the past hundred years or so. And so then when you when an institution is founded basically on the fruits of capitalism and then the agents of that institution are preaching communism to its consumers, isn't doesn't that strike a thinking person as a little odd? Like maybe something's afoot? Because it just seems well, counterintuitive. Yeah, because they've created a system that keeps people down, basically, and right. the rich continue to eat their cake and their palaces. So maybe this is the topic of the speech. You break down the... Uh, this whole recording is going to be the speech. The working class versus it. the industrialists, because this is something mm. I'm just infinitely fascinated with. Okay. Like, Carnegie is both a villain and a hero, right? Sure. He advanced human society a by so much, yet he supposedly oppressed thousands of people that were his underlings and then basically declared war on them. Have you ever heard of World War One? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. he came well, to a place that was shacks in the woods, and he created a nation of steel. That's what yeah. they say about it. Yes. That, that was the marketing. A nation of used. infrastructure. So when you go from shacks in the woods, what now we're trying to get back to, all of these problems, go, they go away, right? But if you want nation of steel, you've got a lot more of these problems. And that in itself is a gigantic question, because do if we're going to go Ted's way— that is the thing. You know. Do you go? Do you go back? Right. Do you go back to the shack? And this right. is where. So I only use Ted as the extreme example. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go fully back to Ted. Okay. I want to just. You want to go back, back to nineteen ninety decades? Yes. <laughs> right. Air conditioning is a handy thing. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't want to go fully back to Ted, but I feel like I have to hold Ted up. Because it's the extreme against the other extreme. Well, this okay. is why so, Andrew loves 1993. This is the problem that I kept running into when I tried to figure out what I wanted to give my speech on. Because I'm like, all right, what's the problem? Is the problem technology is there, or is it our approach to technology? If so, where did we get our fucked up approach to it? Because I feel like there could be a right and proper way to use technology, but we don't do it like that. So where do we go wrong? And then I'm like thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to do a speech on the dynamics of the Protestant Reformation and how it affected the way we think about tools. And like, who the fuck cares? And okay, it's so too a big more of a project context, anyway. Think about the interview the Amish. Interview the Amish. The, well, aren't they the ones who most logically look at all this shit? But that's still, that's, a, that's back to Ted land. Kind of it's not fully extra. No, because not Amish entirely. Are, no, they're Some like, we'll Amish. drive a van. We'll use a tractor. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but you want to be. They're not uh, against but machinery. That's Ted Land. It is Ted adjacent. <laughs> Ted Landia. Yeah. It's flatter than Ted Land. What you do is you go through all the years in the 1990s. You decide which one of them was the best year in human history ever. 93. Hey, okay. Why 93? Because Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. I don't know any other reason. Uh, Blossom. Uh, what? Well. 
and you give a talk about your your speech is just whatever it winds up being. Nineteen ninety five. You know, I have a conspiracy theory. Maybe it's too late in the show to talk no, about. No, it is well, not. Well, hang on. Before we get too far from it, sure. I just want to say one more thing about the Carnegie thing. Because again, I find it fascinating. Right? He advanced the world. He advanced the planet. Mm-hmm. And going from shacks to houses and neighborhoods seems like an increase in quality of life. Right. Right. For many, 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 many people. Right. So that all seems good. So he was the ultimate capitalist, industrialist. Then later in his life, he became one of the earlier globalists in a way. Right? Sure. But is that not sort of the ultimate expression of capitalism where the world around him had evolved and changed, so he evolved and changed with it? The way he exercised power and control was technologically, organizationally, and through sheer brute force influence on the planet. Right. And then the tools to have to maintain that influence became through controlling governments and directing governments to do his bidding and what he wanted. That sort of is the ultimate expression of capitalism in the reality of what the planet, what was happening, right? Right. And so it's that line of thinking that gets me to Ted land because I'm like, all right, if this this is is the way things have to play out. When anybody gets that much power. Then there is is no trajectory that involves involves us having a mass industrial and informational society which doesn't wind up with us And we're seeing the worst version of that that we've seen so far right right now that will get worse. And it's going to continue. And so the question then is, is this all determined? Is this all necessarily following from from what the likes of Carnegie and Rockefeller did, is this all just part of one flow? And if that's the case, then do we need to scrap the whole civilization process? So maybe the, <laughs> maybe the direction to go isn't fully Tedland. It's just like, okay, just retract your sphere of focus. Right. We have to right. find that equilibrium. Well, you guys know about like the Greek city-state, right? You know, the polis, the idea that like your city... Do you think I know anything? <laughs> Okay. Well, the Greeks, ha- I think, had it right. I think there are two legitimate forms of human organization. And I think they're th- legitimate because they're probably the oldest. One of them is tribalism. Seems to work. Seems to be fairly stable until people come and fuck it up. I mean, you know, people talk about monarchy being stable because it can last a thousand years. But what if I told you there was a system that lasts 200,000 years? Tribes. You know, I mean, it seems like the human mind and body are conditioned to live in those kinds of situations. But if you want to play the civilization game, I think that's fine and go right ahead, but limit your sphere of influence. So I like the Greeks and I like the Romans in their early days. A city-state. You have one little city, you make a little thing out of it, but then around it is just fucking tribes. That is, yeah, that and is better. it's like American federalism, right? Because right. you can have, I'm a democracy, a I'm an oligarchy. More micro scale. Right. Yeah. What are the two forms? Tribalism and what? Tribal, tribalism and city-state. You can call it polity. And then you can have oh, city-states okay. that are dramatically different, like Athens and Sparta. Right. And if you don't Ooh. like, you know, Sparta. This is Sparta. Sparta's totalitarian. It's like, yep. right, but it's like a mile across. So who the fuck cares? Yep. Well, they say, what is it? I for, uh, uh, I don't know the term, but I've heard it stated before that like human beings are really only capable of of hundred and uh, tipping point. 150 yeah, people. they only know yeah. like 150 people really closely, and then beyond that, your your brain is just like I don't fucking know what's happening. Yeah, so think about Checks some out. some blue check journalist who's on Twitter eight hours a day. How many names they've memorized? How many people they've interacted with? And all of those people fucking hate them, and how unnatural that is. Yeah, right. I have an example of that. Okay. Before the break, that's what their brain is in, in, ingesting. 
It's an insane huh. cacophony of random musical instruments. Well, right. And then they're listening to it and they're like, oh, no, wait, I hear a pattern. Yeah. You know, they're making sense out of the when nonsense. really it's just psychotic, uh, chaotic noise. Right. And, and yeah, they're just like freaking out. And I mean, I fall victim to, I mean, here I, I know about like Carnegie and J.P. Morgan, these fucking dead guys. But I feel like I need to know about them because they've influenced this world we live in. I mean, U.S. Steel and World War I kind of fucking matter to us today. Mm-hmm. The arsenal of democracy yeah. in World War II. Right. Without that industrial base, like we would not have been able to produce the amount of uh, uh, arms, so to speak. Civil War is probably the best example when the North had yeah. already industrialized and the South hadn't. The South yeah. totally right. should have won the war. It, 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 like all things being equal, the South totally should. It was fought on their Yeah, turf. the South to rise again, and boy. They, they had the cause. The North didn't. Really? Well, I mean, most people well, fighting in the South didn't have the cause either. Slavery. What was? How many people owned slaves in the South? Ten percent. Oh God, less than that. I less think. Less than ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, or, it was very small. So ten percent seems like a very large number. What yeah, was I think the, it was like one percent. What was the ninety percent then? Were they all like serfs, basically, no, just or people no, who or just people that didn't slaves? Oh, so it's right. very similar to like people nowadays that own property. They're probably just right, like, like the, very small farms. So there's a lot of people that don't own property, and they scream and wail about kill the rich and all yeah, this bullshit. Yeah, but it's closer to 50-50. True. Okay. It's not 90-10. I just want slaves, one. okay? <laughs> Be my slave! So can I tell you about my conspiracy theory? Yes. It's, oh, for sure. It's kind of gay. <laughs> but aren't they all? Yeah. Like the best one. The gays, so, they're taking over. I guess it's only actually interesting. You've had your time, Jews. It's <laughs> the gays' it's the day. gays' turn now. Um, do, how do gays feel about circumcision? Do we know? Oh, yeah. Do we have any gays in I the do, chat? I any? Do, not, do not know. Seems like they would be the experts. Anyway, so do you guys know about John Teeter? Yeah, the time traveler. The I've only time heard traveler. about him on this show. Okay. Yeah, we, I think there might have been a song about him once. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, so I'm going to have to go back and find that. But the theory behind John Teeter, the whole idea, is that he came back from like 2034 or whatever. And he went back to basically... Sorry, let me back up. The idea of him going back was to prevent Y2K. He comes from a world in which Y2K happened, which set in motion a chain of events which basically culminated in an American Civil War somewhere around like 2010, 2015, or something like that. 2036? He came from that, That's when he came from. And oh. so after Y2K, that fucks everything up. The technology goes off, essentially. People lose their shit. They have this big global war, World War III, American Civil War. America breaks up and is all these different regions, like we talk about how great that would be. And so he says in 2036 or whatever... Wait, wait, wait. He went back in time to when? I'll get to that. Okay. So the world he lives in is in this regional America. The new capital is in, like, fucking Omaha, Nebraska, and it's all confederacies and shit, and the technology has basically been reset, pretty much to, like, what we're talking about would be nice. Nice. So, but... Because people are the way they are, they say, well, everything sucks the way it is right now. And so somehow in this completely untechnological timeline, they've invented time machines. And so he goes back to, I want to say, 1975 or so. And he goes, you all need to get circumcised. <laughs> the, <laughs> the cure. Chop them dicks off. The cure to Y2K lies in some obscure IBM computer from the 70s. The IBM 5100. Thank you very much. That you can't find it now, basically. 
So he has to go back and get this part from this computer and then travel forward to 1999, 2000, and then Jimmy with some bullshit, fix Y2K, prevent it from happening, and then he splits. He goes back to his timeline. The whole point is for him to save our timeline. His timeline wouldn't exist anymore. True. It, no, yeah. no, we're oh. dealing with different kinds of time Fuck travel. Paradox. Do you believe in the Back to the Future style time travel or the alternate reality timeline? I'm in an alternate reality Wait, timeline because you would split your your timelines by changing right. the the stream of space time continuum. I don't continuum. think if you go back in time, you don't change the future. You have there's a whole another dimension that springs off from that. Right. Of, of your single act of going back in time? Yes. So that's a whole that's a parallel dimension. Right, because we exist in a time in a timeline where we've made very specific actions. The multiverse theory claims that um y- you have created an infinite set of actions that have split off these alternate universes with every action. Yeah, right. With yeah. every action. So his timeline exists and our timeline exists parallel and then, you know, however many others, but an infinite number also exists. So he fixes our timeline. He goes back to his. Everything's cool. Why does he want to go back to his? Because his family's there, you know, that sort of thing. And how does circumcision come into play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting doesn't, there. He doesn't get a cool Back to the Future... Um, DeLorean? Like, updated oh. family. The co- you know, there's a website that's got his um, his time machine designs on it. Um, no, his, he. the story goes that he meets his family, and he meets himself as a young boy when he's in, like, 1999 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He meets himself, he meets his parents, he lives with them for a while, he tells them the story, they believe him, everything's fine. <gasps> right. Uh, in, okay, so the reason I heard all of this is because a man alleging to be his lawyer... They hit him with the car. And his family's... <laughs> right. Uh, and then he made out with his mom. Uh, no. So... The, a man alleging to be the family's lawyer was on Coast to Coast AM. This is where all this shit comes from. Oh, but also God. there was a bunch of anonymous blog posts in like 2002 alleging to be from him posting all these like blueprints for time machines and shit. And he lays out this whole story about what the future is. So anyway, all of this is to say my theory is that we are living in a fucked with timeline, right? So what's Y2K was supposed to happen. All of our technological acumen had gotten to such a point where it was too much, and if things were allowed to progress naturally, the system would have popped, and we would have had a reset. We were supposed to be reset. But John Teeter came in, he fiddled with the system, and he basically pulled out that speed bump that was Y2K, and so we're living in, like, the cancerous technological future that was supposed to have been prevented. Damn. We're in the wrong fucking timeline. We're in the wrong fucking timeline. Jesus. So the machine... Yeah, yeah, so now we've got smartphones. We're not ready for these things. Computers, microphones, podcasts, music, chicken. <laughs> We're not supposed to be here. But we are because of John Teeter. So that's my conspiracy theory. I found a website called bibliothecapalades.net oh, yeah. slash ciencia slash time travel slash John Teeter 03. Sounds legit. And uh, yeah, we've, we've got some, uh, some blueprints here. And uh, there's there's a box or something with some wires and some fucking crazy goobity goos. If you could the space time continuum as compelling as all this is, I also feel like it's some nerd shit, and I want to hear yeah, more about serious the nerd. Well, it's obviously nerd shit. Yeah, this is this was big. I did at least one episode of School Sucks about this. <laughs> really? Yeah, I um, missed it. It was called consp- it was Conspirathon, but oh. it was with this guy. It was called Conspirathon the prequel, and it was with Nick. Ulbrick from Australia. Oh. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure that was where we talked about John Titor. We did talk about it in Puke in the Gang, but it was like six years ago. Okay. Yeah. What? 
So this is why Different listening name. to Coast to Coast AM is of vital importance. <laughs> because you figure out that we're in the wrong timeline. Does that still exist? But even if so. we are in the wrong, how does that help me? It doesn't. It's fun. Right. You're stuck here, it's baby. Fun. It's, a, it's just like the people complaining about their boss. It's a way of coping <laughs> with the fucked up situation we're in. I want to go and to it's the whining. Ta- I want to go to the timeline where we can actually play musical instruments and not repeat the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> up with a violin he said dave it would make me proud take this fiddle play it loud music should come from deep within he said come on dave come over here let's begin see here's the fiddle and here's the bow dave looked at him he said oh grandpa no grandpa said what's the matter dave you feeling sick Dave said, please, with all due respect You see, I need more soul with my music I need the reggae, reggae music You can keep your country man fiddle I got a real cool sound Well, Dave's grandpa was mad, but he didn't shout No, he didn't, in fact He said, uh, Dave, what's this reggae about? Dave went inside, he got his tape deck radio Look, Grandpa, something you gotta know The little treble And here's the bass He said a social message It don't clear the places I hang out in, you know Grandpa said, hmm, I'm starting to move As a matter of fact, Dave, I like this groove I like that soul in your music He said he'd like
Well, that was lovely. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was great. <laughs> Simulation is real. This is so much fun. I love doing this show with you guys. Yeah, we. It's oh, great I'm glad to have you. Could you. Come hang out. I love it. We're all super depressed now, right? <laughs> no, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities in being in the wrong timeline. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in my shit job and fucking the Twitter is ruining it all. It's not. Well, no. on the bright side, World War Three hasn't happened as soon as it would have. Yet! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a month. Right. I bet it's coming. End quote. Repeat the <laughs> end, line. End of quote. <laughs> end of quote. Repeat the line. Oh my God! Yeah, that motherfucker is our president for Christ's sake. Yeah. Okay, more Donald Trump and fucking Biden. Isn't that just more proof? Yes. It's proof. That, that, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> that. That noise I made sounded like the emergency. Right. The water alarm? <laughs> no, no, no. The emergency that. alert system. All right. So this is better. The alert of the emergency. Oh, block. thank you for recording this part. I think this part should always be recorded. Are we recording? <laughs> no, the, name, the naming of the show should be recorded. <laughs> Best show to be on, worst show to listen to. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Done! Do it! I'm writing it down. Sounds to puke to. <laughs> People were probably generally better to eat. <laughs> Bucket of little child fingers. Okay. I was. <laughs> I was thinking of giving them beads. <laughs> Informationless show. It's all vodka, and Jimmy with some bullshit. And all I've got is we're in the wrong fucking timeline. Uh, I say the first one is uh, an easy win. I kind of like I was thinking of giving them beads because I feel like Puke would enjoy making Indian artwork. Ah. The first one don't... is the best title. Though. Yeah, I, I really like that. What, was the, what was the first one? Repeat it. Best show to be on, worst show to listen to. <laughs> that is, a good, that is right. really good. <laughs> Chat, confirm that yeah, help we are out. right. If you could make it through that first hour, though, there are some gems. Tell us how right we are. And that kind of does prep people for what's coming. Yeah. Right. Because right. they're going to see that title and be like, oh, mic. God, no, I'm in no. for a... Yeah, it's kind of quiet. Uh, I'm going to be in for a real poop fest. This pan flute's really hard to get very specific notes. Oh, I did it!